All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to our live D&D session. Um, I am going to step away and let these wonderful people drink and play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, hopefully I'll be able to take part in it somewhat, maybe at least watch a little bit. But uh, I think uh, I think you guys are in for a ride of your life. So uh, yeah, you take it away. <laughs> and, uh, and I'll see you guys later. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Hello, everyone. Um, okay. Welcome to D&D, or te technically 13th Age, which is our D&D variant, which I know better than regular D&D. So we're using that, goddammit. Um, yeah, um, I have sent you all semi-completed uh, characters, which during the week I hope people have looked at. I have. All of yes, 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 yes. I did my homework, yes. I made notes and everything. <laughs> this is far more prep than I've done. <laughs> That's a worry, it's, really. It was my first time and I wanted to make a good impression. <laughs> so, um, what we'll do is we shall um, quick introduction first, as well as for everyone, and give me your real life type name, uh, the standard, like, you know, what books you've done. Uh, plug bit and also your character's uh, name and type. So who wants to go first? <laughs> no <laughs> one. Dead air straight away. Ah, I have a plan. I shall roll a dice. Give this a roll playing game. Ah. You dice picked Mr. G or Matthews. So Jeff, take it away. Thank you. Bye. I'm Jeff Matthews, uh, GR Matthews. I've written some books in SNH in China, Stone Road, and some sci-fi, the Corin Hay series. And my next book is Seven Deaths of Nemar from Solaris Rebellion Press in June of this year. My character I'm looking forward to is a halfling rogue merchant um, called Scramish Foundwell. Beautiful. Okay. Next, the dice shall pick. Anna. Okay. Hello. Uh, I am Anna Stevens, author of the Goblin Trilogy and the Songs of the Drowned, first book of which is The Stone Knight, came out in November uh, 2020. Um, I am playing a dwarf barbarian who apparently only has an eight charisma, and anyone who's ever met me knows that that's... <laughs> probably accurate actually <laughs> um yeah so she's um she's she's very much um an angry young lady um not least because she was graced with the name bunny small bottom when she was born Benny, is it? <laughs> so when bunny wants to rage you are in trouble people <laughs> Right. <laughs> Next, one, three, four to six. Justin. Hello, I'm Justin Lee Anderson. Uh, I have written two books, an urban fantasy comedy called Carpet Diem and uh, an epic fantasy mystery called The Lost War, which is a finalist in this year's Spiffbo. And uh, my character is a an elf wizard called Aryan Ravenblood, who has a very high opinion of himself. All your wizards do, Justin. It seems to be a thing with wizards. They have very high opinions of themselves. I don't know why that is. 
And finally, Steve. Uh, my name's Steve McHugh. I'm the author of the Heliquin Chronicles, the Avalon Chronicles, the Rebellion Chronicles, the last which, the last book of which came out in December. Uh, so that's 13 books all in. All in. Um, and I am playing a Wood Elf Ranger by the name of Bane Fang Whisper. Oh, nice. from a long line of Fang Whispers, um, <laughs> all of whom are evil bastards. And uh, he is not. And he is he has disappointed his parents greatly in his job choice. Of <laughs> we raised you to be evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Excellent, excellent. What um, you are a sort of semi-generic one party one adventurers. We'll get onto how you met in a moment. Um, Thirteenth age is. Very, very similar to most like D and D esque twenty variants. You've got your standard strength, dexterity, cons uh, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, wisdom and charisma. Wisdom, wisdom and charisma. Um, you roll d twenties to attack. There would be there's armor classes. There are hit points. All these things are quite familiar. The so wrinkle of thirteenth age adds are icons, backgrounds, and one unique things. Um. Backgrounds are basically uh, skills, but they're phrased in terms of things your character has done in the past. Uh, normally, we would have you guys define them at this point, but because the one shot and because we're pressed for time and because we're fun, you can define them on the fly during the game. So if I call for a skill check to say, I don't know, prize a jewel from a demon, from a demon statue or prize the eye of a, of a demon statue, I say, give me a dexterity check. You can go, aha, but I spent the friendship as a jeweler, so I get a, a plus three bullets to this. Or <laughs> <laughs> I was an evil sculptor. Or I was a satanic. Or these are demon skills. So we can elide over those at the moment. Um, icons. 30th age um, takes the position, quite reasonably, that in most. Uh, fantasy campaigns. There are your usual bunch of sort of high-level movers and shakers. So you've got the elf queen, the emperor, the uh, high druid, the dwarf, dwarf king, and so forth, and evildoers like the uh, the lich king, the prince of shadows. Um, I sent you guys this the icons. Do you guys have a chance to glance at that? Yep. Yes. So. Each of you are going to pick two icons to have relationships with, or if you want, you can double up on one of them. And relationships can be positive, negative, or conflicted. Um, again, because this is a one-shot, it will possibly won't come up that much, but it will give me a clue as to like you know, what sort of stuff your character is into. So if you have a conflicted relationship with the priestess, then I'm probably going to guess you want to have some vague religious bits in there. If you have a two-point negative relationship with the Lich King, then you probably want to go kill you on dead. So, who wants to leap on the grenade first, or will let the dice decide again? Well, I, I think my character definitely has a very strong affinity with the, the Elf Queen. Okay. Um, because, you know, he's very proud of being an elf and, and, and part of elf royalty, so he considers okay. himself to be distantly related to the Elf Queen, in fact. That's perfectly fair. Are you indeed elf royalty? Sorry? 
are you indeed elf royalty, or is that merely a aspiration on your part, or a sort of? Uh, I, certain, I certainly think I am. It may be a slightly tenuous claim, <laughs> but, but I would argue it. I would argue it with anyone who doesn't know better. Okay. So, a one or two point relationship with the elf queen. Do you spend both your points there, or just one? Um, I think. Uh, I think we'll put them both there. I think everybody else is beneath my consideration. The Elf Queen is on my wall. Cool. Right. Who wants to go next? I don't mind going next. Oh. Um, go so I obviously have a positive relationship with the Dwarf King. Right. Um, being a dwarf. Cool. One um, two. Pardon? One, one point or two. Just one. Yeah, Excellent. just one. And then um, I only glanced at this, but so I'm going to say I've got a conflicted uh, relationship with the golden worm. Cool. Because he's kind of like noble and everything. And, yeah. and Bunny wants to be noble, but Bunny is a barbarian. So she doesn't quite understand nobility. So she just hits things instead. Excellent. The great gold worm, by the way, sacrificed his like, physical life to block an invasion from hell. And basically his body is stuck in this giant hole into the abyss, but his spirit goes out and inspires paladins and do-gooders of all kinds. Excellent. Jeff or Steve, who's next? Go on, Jeff. All right, thank you. I'm going to go with the Prince of Shadows, as he is a thief. And I know, but I'm not a thief. I'm a merchant, so let's, let's be clear on that. It's, <laughs> Are you a legitimate businessman, Jeff? Is that what it is? Are you a le yeah. legitimate businessman? <laughs> I'm in lower middle management being a halfling. That's just, of course. Um, oh. so, <laughs> I said Steve jokes earlier. I stole it. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with the Prince of Shadows. I'm going to go two points with them. Positive. Two, oh, very like you. For, for hidden agendas and stuff. Okie dokie. And Steve? Uh, I'm going to put one point in the Prince of Shadows. Excellent. Um, <laughs> I think, I think uh, Bane, Bane, Bane was brought up to kind of think of him as this kind of revered character who you know he, he's the one you should be thanking for all you've got and all we've managed to steal from all the dead people we've managed to leave in our wake um and uh another point in the three Ooh. I think, uh, you know he's a little conflicted now that he's away from from his old his old life of murder and robbing people right yep uh, and those three together kind of make a whole sort of thing yeah cool 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 and the three would definitely be patrons of murdering and robbing yeah Excellent. he's all right with that right um the next thing to define for your characters and this is the fun part is your one unique thing every character in 13th age has something that's unique about their character it is your shtick your not a defining feature, but something that is true for your character, only for your character. It can be as trivial or as earth-shaking as you like. Bear in mind that it may be difficult to work earth-shaking destinies into a like you know, one-shot campaign. <laughs> but who knows? We'll see. Um, do you have ideas or like throw some examples from the book? I, I quite like the idea of having an eidetic memory if I'm allowed it. Excellent. Wizard with eidetic memory. Ooh. Bunny is the youngest of 14 children. Wow. <laughs> wow. She grew up, she grew up tough, man. From. And they're all boys. She's got 13 big brothers. <laughs> awesome. 
her parents really wanted a girl, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> and then they called her Bunny, so, you know. Well. Lot to answer for. Yeah, I understand, I understand the barbarian rage from that. <laughs> uh, Scramish is a penny pincher. How do you unique? Are, are, are you the, like, the, the most penny pinching halfling in all the, the world? Most penny pinching. The most penny pinching. If there is a if there is a coin in a gutter, he will go for it. If it is in a sewer, he will go for it. If it's in a midden, he will go for it. Nothing will stop him going for that coin. I'm not being used at all. And Steve. Bane <laughs> uh, uh, can tell when someone is lying. You spent so many times around people who like kill people for a living and thieve and rob and all the rest of it that he's very good at spotting them. Okay. I imagine Scramish is already sweating in that case. Yeah, yeah, he's got his eye on Scramish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, so, how did you guys meet? Given that two of you have Prince of Shadows connections, uh, I'm guessing that uh, being a Scramish um, were to that initially and like picked up the other two along the way. Um, so what, 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 you two, what was your initial job for the Prince of Shadows that uh, led you to be traveling together? Well, I was a merchant. I am a merchant. So we, we were taking- He says merchants and I say fence. <laughs> um, we, we, we were taking some honestly found supplies um, yeah. from one place to another and the, my wood health what our friend here was our was our guide and our scout for all of that oh, yeah. you need like you know good good guides when you're like you know transporting legitimate goods yeah yeah and, and, you, know, you, don't, you don't want them stolen do you that's the worst thing you want to go down like the back path away from the customs posts and yeah. path you know. and so forth just for like for, for efficiency's sake yeah the legal yeah. routes around yeah. things he's, he's and, completely honest so, and which of the other two was next to join this merry band? Was the wizard or the dwarf? Well, I mean, Bunny has a lot to prove, being the youngest of 14 and being called Bunny. Um, so, so Bunny Smallbottom left home. So she left the Crimson Fist clan uh, and decided she was going to make a better name for herself. Uh, and she has been traveling ever since, um, getting into scrapes and um, generally trying to do the right thing. But she doesn't always know what the right thing is. And she gets a little bit overexcited and hits people instead. Uh, so really, she needs a bit of a steadying influence. Um, and I'm, I doubt these two are going to provide it. going to fell in with them accidentally and... and you know, they've been showing her the way of the world now that she's in uh, a more civilized society, so to speak. It's kind of like Oliver, if Oliver had like some kind of age. <laughs> <laughs> right. And um, Mr. Arian Ravensblood, how did you join this group? How have you done so recently, clearly? Uh, very recently, I think. Uh, Aryan has been uh, out uh, searching the world for further knowledge for expanding his magical skills. 
uh, looking for unusual texts and uh, and and uh, possibly lost spells, and uh, bumped into this lot on the road, and um, and uh, it was the first elf that I, that I'd seen for a while, and uh, it seemed interesting. And I generally like elves more than other people, so oh, I'll hang out with these guys for a little while and see if they take me somewhere interesting for a bit of companionship on the road. And if I get bored of them, I'll ditch them. Cool. Right. Um, Looks like you say road, we say cunning detour. <laughs> <laughs> the short path. Yeah. Is um, that because he's short? <laughs> I don't want to say that. That's not. That's, that's, that's no. That's what you prefer. Well, actually, here's a question Are you, in fact, currently transporting a cargo of mysterious stuff? Um, yes. To, to yeah. Do you know what's in it? Uh, stuff that we found, that the Prince of Shadows found, um, but we can't open it because it's got it's got wax seals all around it, and we're not allowed to open that. So you know, not that I have. You understand? I certainly haven't opened any of it or chipped away at it at the corner <laughs> to see what is in there. Right. Um, yeah. You know that <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> uh, you know that what's in the boxes uh, is certainly mostly straw, from what you can tell. Since the boxes contain something fragile that must be carefully packed. Um, so this would probe more deeply, which remain a mystery for now. The, the idea that there might be something of value and interest in that box had nothing whatsoever to do with me deciding to hang around. <laughs> Completely coincidental. An altruistic wizard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'll never go for the right time. To go, oh, this box is damaged. Oh, we'll have to repack it. <laughs> <laughs> Better just check nothing's broken inside. <laughs> what? Um, so the prince has asked you to... Uh, deliver these boxes uh, to uh, Castle Hale, um, which um, is a fairly obscure uh, domain, on the, like far from uh, the sort of imperial power, so far from the law. Um, and can I get a so test out some stuff? Uh, intelligence check, check from everyone to see if you've heard of Castle Hale. So people have dice. <laughs> On the basis I have an intelligence of 20, how do I even fumble that? But I rolled 13 uh, anyway. Basically, it's an modifier, which in your case is a mighty plus five. Oh, uh, yes, it is. Yes, so yeah. Hmm? What was that? 15. 15. Okay, let's pass. 18. Aren't you all very knowledgeable? 11. Aren't most of you very knowledgeable? Yeah. <laughs> Knowledge isn't my main thing, no. <laughs> it's far from the wood elves from the wood elf lands. And Justin? 13. 13. Okay, so uh Gior and Anna, you have heard a little about um Castle Hale and the lands. You know that the Hale family has for generations been involved in a on again, off again, often quite bloody um, conflict with the 
neighbouring domain, uh, the Quents, um, they basically both fought over land. There's a forest between the two, which has been fought over many, many times. Um, it's been this long-standing feud between the two. Um, apparently, the, 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 from what you've heard on the road, things are currently peaceful. Um, and in fact, your shortcut is going to take you through the Quentlands firstly, and then into Hail Territory, where you can deliver your boxes. And you pass through the town of Utvik, which is the main settlement in the Quint um, Barony. And there um, you are contacted by um, a messenger who says that uh, you're invited to dine this evening with Barismus Quint, the Baron Quint himself. Mm -hmm. well, it's our due, really, isn't it? This is well, this anyway. <laughs> quite right that we should be invited to join, dine with the, the local royalty. That's that's exactly as I would expect. Yes. Come on the back of the castle, don't go in the main entrance, please. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No. Main entrance in all your refinery. Absolutely. Fair enough. I've never been allowed to the main entrance of anywhere. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just get inside. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see you either way. Yeah, yeah. We'll be there. Don't worry. Somehow. Okay. So, uh, so, Steve, uh, can you turn your speaker up a little bit? Is that better? Yes. There you go. Thank you. Not a problem. Right. So, um, so Steve and Anna are going to so go, go in the back, is it? And Justin and Dior are marching in the front gate. It's my first time ever. So I'm, I'm proudly marching in my, my tall shoulders, about cool. two foot off the ground, whatever, throwing back and just giving it the haughty look, I think, really. Um, <laughs> What are you doing with your wagon full of boxes? Are you going to basically leave it in a nearby shed, or are you going to bring it in or hide it around the back? I feel that we should be hiding this, really. Okay, so you mean... We should be concealing it somewhere. Perhaps cool. our wizard has a spell to do that, I don't know. Or He doesn't, but honestly, he's not that bothered <laughs> either way, so... <laughs> Future reference, oh wizard. Either today, you can do rituals, where basically you can sacrifice one of your combat spells and do a... Descriptive magical thingy, basically. Oh yes, okay. But you don't need to. I would, in fact, it would possibly be a bit of a waste to hide a wagon with an acid arrow, an acid arrow spell or something. Um, yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather, I'd rather have my attack spells at the moment. I'm not that bothered about this wagon. Yeah, it's not a problem at all. So, do does one of our two thieves want to? Sorry, not thieves. Our two legitimate business merchant. people, merchant and and scout. <laughs> what rule hide the wagon somewhere? I, I guess I'm hiding the wagon, aren't I? Okay, give you me are, a, you, yeah. you, Describe how you're hiding the wagon and give me a wagon hiding rule. A wagon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this is not a metaphor, right? <laughs> I've got, got a 16. Which is what? an excellent wagon hiding role, I think. Uh, what, what ability are you using to hide this wagon? Is it like you're heavily camouflaged? Is it you're like you know, 
You're an ace understanding. I, I, I put a tarp, a tarp over it. Okay, are you going to do a <laughs> Yeah, basically, the, the entire place seems to be full of wagons, so I figured if I just put a tarp over it and put it in one corner, everyone would leave it alone. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you just look like you. I've marked it in plain sight. One is ours, just so you're aware. <laughs> in order to be, it just enhance the inconspicuousness of this event, Bunny is going to stand with her arms folded and attempt to whistle nonchalantly. But she can't whistle. So <laughs> she's, going... <laughs> like that. she's just standing spitting on people as they walk past. <laughs> it is no, driving people away, to be fair. Yeah. So... Scamish walks past us doing that, going, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. again. <laughs> and then they walk away really quickly. Um, That's totally effective. effective. Yeah. Um, to be fair, you, the other two do provide something of distraction marching in the main gate of the castle because there are quite a few people looking at these strangers going, oh, who are those two? And as the two of you enter the castle, you notice a couple of things. Firstly, Castle Quent is a very, very impressive fortification. Um, clearly a place that has been not like you know, a palace where one would like you know relax. It is a fortification of war. This is a place that has been through sieges. They're like, you know, the bird ruins of towers, there are curtain walls, there are all my defenses, you're walking through the murder holes and so forth. That's it, as you walk in, um, the various guards have garlands of slightly wilted flowers um, around their helmets. Um, in the courtyard, there is this half disassembled uh, stage and lots of like, you know, you sort of stacked tables. Um, there's like one that's sort of sweeping away um, what you assume like the, the remains of a, well, not even a face, but, but, but like you're cleaning up after some large event. Um, and as you're going in, this really big, mean looking, grimdark esque guy in armor comes over and frowns at you. It's at the back entrance. Come on, I said the back. We said the back entrance. Come on, this way. Is this not the back entrance? Giant fucking gate right there. No, it's the back entrance. <laughs> I'm sorry, the instructions weren't clear. Does it matter? We're here now. So you're not. Oh, well, just oh, good. Too much notice of you. Sorry, say again. Hopefully, no one took much notice of you. Well, you know, no more than usual. <laughs> You're so fabulous. <laughs> come on, I come came on. in the back entrance, by the way. I, I, I definitely came in the back entrance. I did not walk through the front entrance. Definitely, def, definitely not. No, obviously not. No, no. I don't even know who he is. Where did you come from, big wizard person? This is shocking to me. Beans like you. Um, Sense of of, detect, of of light detection goes ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the big guy who introduces himself as Hargill escorts the two of you to a, a tower at the back of the castle. And the uh, once you, the other two have hidden the wagon, you will through a sort of postern gate out of sight and find yourselves uh, near the same tower. And a servant escorts you up. 
So all four of you converge on this tower at the back of the castle. And um, waiting there is um, who, a younger man dressed in expensive-ish um, clothing. Um, looks a little bit nervous. And introduce himself as a, uh, I'm Brisbane's Quint. I'm the, uh, I'm, I'm Lord Brisbane's Quint. Yes, please. thank you, thank you for coming. Uh, sorry, sorry for the, um, uh, the, 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 the sit, 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 please, just drinks. Absolutely, wine, please. Uh, Argyll, would you? I get a butler. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um. Bunny's just uh, wandering around the room, just like idly tapping the stonework with the blade of her axe, just muttering to herself, well made, well made. Being a dwarf, she's obviously, you know, architecture and stuff like that and, and mining, she's, she's, you know, she's all up on that. Give me so. a wisdom test there, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and if you want to come out of background at this point, it might be of like you know something architecturally, feel free. Seven. Do you want to add that background on and uh... <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean she could literally you know, she's literally just trying to um appear smarter than she is. Okay. So the wall could collapse and she'd be like, Yeah, I knew it was gonna do that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> You tap the walls in a knowledgeable dwarvy fashion and confirm they are, in fact, walls. You're nearly positive they're stone walls. Yes. <laughs> um, a somewhat more conventional and less heavily armored servant comes in with a bottle of wine. Um, it's the last, last of the wedding feast, sir, or wedding supply. Um, he says to Quint before popping open and serving you each glass. Yeah, a wedding. Huh? Who, who was married? I, I was. Ah, uh, congratulations. A toast to your good health. I'll tell you, drink to that. He says, his hands shake, he puts up a glass and. Now, um, you're, you're probably wondering why, why I have called you here. Um, Without knowing who you are, precisely. Well, I know you're general type. I have a need of um, doughty adventurers, so to speak. Um, I was wondering, seeing as you, as you are armed and not from around here, which are two qualities I happen to have need of, if you, if you would mind doing a, a small uh, errand for me, um, a very, very, very simple one. Yes. Errand is, is, is fine. Just, is there a bit of a oh, of course, of course. for our time and our, our efforts? Yes. Is there a chance for fame and glory? <laughs> is there cash? Fame? That, that, the that, that's the, um, the, 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 the thing. No. <laughs> well, deferred fame and, and, and indirect long term glory, perhaps. You see, um, it's a little, um, well, I recently, as in very recently, as in last week, um, married um, Margot Hale, 
the uh, daughter of a, a, a neighbouring um, barony with whom my um, family has had disagreements in the past. And um, it, it, this is a wonderful thing, peace, uh, and she's lovely and very wealthy, and um, it's all going. It's all, it's all, it's all gone. It's all fine. It's all, all fine. Um, but there's a slight, entirely unconnected issue with um, my great grandfather, or his grandfather's tomb, to be precise, sort of his barrow. Um, and we wouldn't want anyone to get the wrong idea, you see. Um, oh, um, um, how, how to put this? How to, I can't, I'll stop you there, Baron. Let me say we've got a wizard with us who knows about all these problems between married couples. Oh, uh, nerves. It can absolutely, I'm sure, with a potion help you out. It's not a problem. Oh, it's it's it's, it's not that. It's, uh, I, 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 oh. no. um, my 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 great grandfather. There have been um, strange lights and um, and omens and portents. People have talked about ghosts in his barrow. Are you are you telling us your great grandfather's barrow is haunted? Yes, yes. But it, it, it just recently started being haunted, and my wife, Jane Margot, is very worried that this might be that, that certain people might connect this to the wedding and to the marriage, and that there would be not disapproval, but um, revolt or problems, dissent. So you think it might be an omen against your marriage because your great-grandfather is rising from the grave to complain that you've married the descendants of his mortal enemies? I'm worried that people might think that. Right. So did you just kill the mortal enemy and get done with it? <laughs> did you Sorry? just kill the mortal enemy and be done with well, it? I, I, I married her. And we, 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 my great-grandfather tried to kill them, and his son tried to kill them, and my, my father tried to kill them. Ah, uh, okay. All very, very um, bad and, and costly and horrible. And uh, she's lovely. And I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad she's lovely. That's good. That's helpful. And, uh, uh, and her bodyguard is very useful. And... Um, <laughs> Is that, is that the large hunting thing? Well, yes, he 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 he's only, he, he he came with her, so to speak. Right. Harry, but he just like you, know, he moved in. I didn't know that was going to happen, but I'm fine. Okay, I'm fine. <laughs> so, do you want me to fight him? Hmm? Do you want Sorry? me to fight him? To fight him? No, 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 no. I, I don't mind. Well, no, wait, 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 which name? I, I don't, don't want you to fight the bodyguard. I want you to go and, uh, um, I'm sure it's I don't know what else is going on, okay? I not. I don't understand any of this. Honey, it's fine. Honey, don't dead. worry. When we know what's happening, we'll point you at something you can hit. Okay. Basically, I'm sure it is just some, like, you know, I don't know, swamp gas or a wandering necromancer or a pack of ghouls creeping out of the... Wilderness to feast on the bones of the long dead. I would just like it to stop before anyone notices that my grandfather's great grandfather's barrow is glowing blue and having weird things. So Hargo thought that we could get some adventurers in to go and take a look. All right. You want us to kill a ghost? If there's a ghost there, 
I would like yeah, to to not. Well, I, I I just wanted to stop. Okay. I can and, make. And, and and I mean, first of all, it's it's not really an errand, is it? I mean, let's let's be honest. That's that's substantially more of a quest, really. I think we have to describe that as. First of all, it is like you're not quite just down the road, but not not that far. I mean, I I feel if it's a quest, it requires a certain like epic journey as opposed to down the road. <laughs> well, just just errands are errands are you know nipping to market for a bag of potatoes i feel i feel i feel clearing a barrow of a haunting to save your marriage and peace of your country is, is a little bit more than errand surely out of idle curiosity and having nothing to do with the fact that we won't be getting any fame or glory from this are there any riches in this barrow <laughs> um there are Ah. Oh, we're going there. That's great. No, it's fine. It's just us all over. Brilliant idea. <laughs> there are my, my, my great grandfather's grave goods. And I, 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 oh, we won't I, touch those. Definitely not. They're, they're sacrosanct and safe. Don't you worry. I, I will. We'll recompense you for your for your 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 deeds, but I, I, I don't think you should remove anything from the barrel. I think that's bad luck. Will you write just a sound? Curiosity again, just just if we break something, do people check often <laughs> with the contents of the barrel? No, it's been sealed since he was buried there. I've... Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the, 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 the little dwarf person was talking. <laughs> wow! Wow! I said, "Will you write a song about us?" We 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 we. I'm sure I I I have minstrels. I I I just a wedding. I out my ears. They could write a song, but it would have to be like you know, push away for twenty years or so. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> things are less fraught. See that, that, could, that. Could I could I have the song? Yes, I, a, a song be written as long as we, we does not mention my great grandfather or the marriage or the. It fraud. will mention me. Yes. Okay. She wants a song about her, just her. That, that I can do. I'd say I, 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 I the, 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 the band do sort of specialise in cover versions mostly, but. They know three Is there any chance that your, your great grandfather's barrow would contain any, you know, ancient texts or unusual scrolls? Um, to be honest, from what I what I understand of him, he was not the most um, erudite of individuals. Right. I do possible. Then he, then he pokes Steve in the thigh and says, "Ever what?" He was a dumbass. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, he, he was a great man. He built this this castle and started the wars and. Everyone's very fond of him, but he, when we build statues of him, he's generally like, you know, on a horse carrying a sword as opposed to reading a book. Right. I, Can I get a statue? Hmm? Can I get a statue? <laughs> you don't need half the metal to make it. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. Well, they're not friends anymore. <laughs> a portable well, statue, we friends, and you can take with you everywhere you go. Yeah, how about a little statue? 
and you could carry it around with you. You can or have smoke a smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a song and a statue. That's what I want. Oh, I, 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 I'm certain we can do something. Uh, something to be arranged. Um, okay. The song is easy. The statue possibly more time consuming. Um, but the, the, the important thing um, for like, I, I'm sorry. I, yes, uh, but my grandfather is not 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 that, that more of the swords waving type person. I, I'm sort of like the, the exception in the family. Everyone else is a bit more swords wavy. And that's I'm shocked. Sure. That's what I thought about the of the battlefield. He was waving his sword and arrow. Anyway, that's why. Um, where was I? Yes. So the important thing is we keep this discreet um, and quiet. And because you are, you are not, you're strangers to this land and not connected to either the Quents or the Hales or the long, long bloody war between us two families, then you, you can do this little... Querend, we'll call it a querend, shall we? Half quest, half errand. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's a your pay would be higher for a querend than it would be for an errand. Level of pay. I'm happy with querend over errand. It's it's a bit more. Indeed. I mean, um, I'd settle. For, I'd settle for. I'd settle for substantial favour. Really. I mean, you know, that would that would be that would be preferable. I, I, I'm sure things can be arranged, but I, I, I would like it done soon. <laughs> soon. Yes. Okay. Um, so um, we will take on the querent, surely. This 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 querent has us written all over it. If anyone can querent, we four can querent. Experts at it, some might say. <laughs> we are the querenders par yeah. excellence yeah. querenting. Marvelous, marvelous. Oh, that's such a weight of my mind. Now, uh, food, I promise you food. Um, and uh, Hargill, the giant armoured bodyguard, opens the door, and servants come in, um, bearing quite a nice meal. There's quite a lot of, like, you know, um, cold meats and so forth, and the dessert is clearly weak old wedding cake. What of the wine flows moderately freely. As long as it's wine, it's all fine. Where where is your wife then? Oh, um, she she's um here in in, in the castle. Um, I, I, um, uh, I, 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 I should introduce you. Have you, you killed but... her? Hmm? Have you killed her? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say something about the hair. Very um. Violent. So where is she? Um, uh, come, 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 come. If you, if you, if, uh, I'll introduce you. Okay. So, um, she must have just around in this room. Yeah. Cool. He, uh, so leaving the three of you to dine on old wedding cake and wine. Um, is there a library in this castle? Uh, a very, very modest one, but yes. I, 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 and... I'm hoping to expand it. So if, you, if you have suggestions and a reading list, a TBR list, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. I like it. <laughs> I, I was just I'm curious to, to peruse what, what you have, yep. meager though it might be. Well, uh, I, I assume, given the hour, you'll be leaving until uh, on, on the quarant until tomorrow, so you can check it out. Lovely. So, yeah, he's going to show, he'll show you to the library on the way. 
Do either of you two have any side quests you want to pick up in this castle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really good. I've got drinking week old wedding cake. It's a party. <laughs> this is the best I've been treated in ages. I'm having the wine and the and cake. I'm not saying that there's a coincidence, but Jeff is rattling and there's an awful lot of silverware that's going missing. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one, two, three, four, six. So. Justin, you are still up to, as he said, the relatively small library. Um, there uh, are histories of the family, um, genealogies, maps of the area, the battles of the Quent against the Hales, volumes one to ten. <laughs> right. Um, there are a couple of arcane texts, but um, at a quick glance, um, nothing you would be especially impressed by are you looking for anything particular or are you just randomly browsing uh the arcane text was my primary thought but it occurs to me also it might be useful to know anything about his great grandfather as to whether he might actually have been some kind of necromancer or lich or something um could you give me a intelligence rule there please and if you have any sort of a school background to be a bonus you can or you can not do it as you prefer uh, no, I'll, I'll go straight with my modifier. I think that, that's oh, fine. Oh, <laughs> yeah, never mind. Um, even with the modifier, I rolled eight. <laughs> what? <They're> books. <laughs> there are some books. The end. <laughs> Immediately against, pretty. <laughs> against a major barrier. They're written in a language you don't speak. Ah, <laughs> wow. Nice. I mean, that's fair. Oh, well. Yes. Um, however, you can look at the pictures. Right. <laughs> the pictures show, I'll, I'll put the note, um, there's an illustration um, of... Um, is it braille? <laughs> <laughs> They're lovely woodcuts. There's a picture of um, Baron, um, Uther, uh, uh, Baron Uther Quent, the ancestor, um, looking very, very stern, Giant sword, heavy armor, um, field of battle before him. There is another of it's depicting some sort of scene where he's arguing with someone, as far as I can tell. The other guy is dressed in what you guess are robes, you can't tell if they're religious or clerical. And um, the argument appears to end when um, Uther chops the other guy's uh, finger off. Basically, the other guy is like you're accusing him, going like, yo. Something, 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 and he just goes. Ow. Yeah. That, 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 uh, clearly, that picture is done over several pages in each little flip book or something. Like yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> flip book animated. Right. Anna, Bunny is escorted upstairs by the um, talkative. And nervous um, Baron Brismus. Um up to the main castle, which is considerably more luxurious than the little tower where you guys were uh, wined and dined. Um, and you notice that uh, Hargul, the giant armored bodyguard, follows you guys up. Um, tread, there's a heavy tread behind you as you climb the spiral staircase. Um, and you're shown in or shown to one room where there is a woman dressed 
in a fine red dress. Um, and she's bending uh, over a table with a map and consultation with some um, clerk or advisor of some sort. And um, when you enter, she looks up to her friends and goes, um, my, 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 my love, who, who, who is this? Oh, it, it, it was one of, one of the adventurers who, who is, was going to um, deal with that, that, little, um, that little problem that, that Hargill, Hargill spoke of. Ah, right. That's, that's lovely. Hi. <laughs> what are you looking at? Um, she the, trundles over and puts her chin on the table to look at the map. Uh, it is a map of the area between, obviously, of, of the sunny area, where you've obviously the Quents on one side, the hills on the other, forest in between, surrounding lands, basically the route you'll be taking. And as you're looking, the um, clerk starts to up, but you get your chin under it at times, so you to tug it out under your chin. <laughs> <laughs> So where are we? Margot folds that out again. Um, we're here. This is uh, my new home of uh, uh, Castle Quent. And uh, where's this? Where's this place we're going to? Um, would you mind? Is it on the picture? She gestures to the servant to step out. He pounds at you and stalks off. Uh, Hargill shuts the door behind him. Uh, barrels down here, says Argyll. Says Hargill. Argyll. <laughs> 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 you do serve as, as, as Argyll. Anyway, um, points it here basically at, at these illustration of several like lines of barrels uh, a bit to the south of the castle. Okay, cool. How long is it going to take to get there? But, uh, half a day. Is that walking or on horses? You have ponies, by the way. I'm asking for the halfling. <laughs> you what, Derek? Halfling can ride with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he can definitely ride with you. That's, that's fine. Well, yeah, no, no, no one can stand me in this elmos. Right, that's better. So, um, yeah. Late lady, <clears throat> just your husband's a very nervous man, very nervous. So I just wanted to make sure that you were safe. So, uh, uh, and uh, she uh, sort uh, of looks around and goes, "Just wink if you're not safe." But she says it so loudly that everybody hears him anyway. <laughs> Behind you, Hargill har circles, <laughs> um, and Lady Hill goes, "No, no, I, I, I'm perfectly safe. This is." A blissful union of the two houses, and I'm sure it will resound to the benefit of all. Uh, I, I'm quite confident of, of my safety here as long as this little um, problem in the barrow can be resolved uh, quietly. I'm really good at quiet. <laughs> and I would not want either to delay you on your uh, mission uh, east to um, my family's castles, my, my family's castle with your uh, delivery. I understand you're carrying some. No? Okay then. Anyway. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll escort you back down, back down uh, to the tower where you, you can have some privacy and, and more wine. Okay. Right. Can, we, can we take the picture? Do, are we going to need it to, to get to the, the place? I know where it is, says Hargill. But aren't you supposed to be looking after her? Why are you coming with us? Make sure you get there. But if we have the picture, we can get ourselves there. We've got a cart and everything. It's got, you know, we can leave the boxes with you. Um, make everything. Hard sort of glances at Lady Hale and she nods. Actually, yeah, good point. Uh, yeah, hands up. Bring it back, right? It's a good map. Sure, will do. Bye. Cool. So you scurry back down to the, the um, tower. Mm-hmm. Cool. Is anyone doing anything else tonight? Drinking wine and sleeping. While sleeping. Just going to All show right. everyone the map. You have a map of the surrounding area. As I said, there are the two baronies. Forest in between, and the barrows are indeed marked, and you can tell which barrow is which. Like you, know, inscriptions like you. Know, Here lieth <laughs> Uther, the first. Here lieth his son, also died in battle. Here lieth his son, also died in battle. Here lieth his son, died in battle without, without issue. Here is the sister. They were very bad at battle. <laughs> like, they were really bad at it. Brackets, different battles. Full brackets. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, there are sleeping quarters there in the tower, and you can see out from all the windows overlooks the um, wagon car park where you've stowed your, your wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a few more videos. This is what editing is for. <laughs> anyway, um, can I get a wisdom test of? We'll just say Jeff, given Jeff has not had has spotted how few minutes. Give me a wisdom test there. Oh, I've got nine. Do you have completely any backgrounds that would help? My background is going to be as a merchant, so I, I would go with shrewd as a background. Yeah, cool. You, you, you sleep lightly. And um, you're woken in the night by the sounds of an argument. <clears throat> do you want to try and creep out an eavesdrop? Of course I do. It goes without saying in my case, but yes, <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> The argument seems to be between um, Berisimus and another young man who looks quite like him. Um, the young man who looks quite like him has um, some guards with him in House Quentlibury. And you see they're arguing in about the main court, it's a little side yard that's near your tower. Um, the um, Younger fellow, you guess the probably brother or something, points up at the tower where you guys have been st- have been stashed, and basically like you, 
what are you up to? This is another one of your wife's toys. And Barismus, as you experience, gives a sort of confident and forthright answer of <laughs> Do you want to do anything or are you just gonna let this scene play out like a cutscene? I think it's I'm just gonna watch. I don't want to be involved in any of this particularly. Cool. Um, is power. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh Bruce continues to wiggle and younger guy uh turns and walks off with his uh guards in tow. <clears throat> Can I um have an intelligence test please there? From all of us just from, from the wakeful halfling. Uh, a nine. Cool. Significant things happen, but you're unaware of them. <laughs> That's his life. That's literally all about him. <laughs> right. Doesn't involve money, so he doesn't care. Exactly. Don't get involved in this. I didn't see a coin change hands. It's point. Exactly. <laughs> Economically irrelevant stuff happens. Right. Um, so, so uh, next morning, um, you are woken by the dulcet tones of Argyll. Argyll, Argyll, something Get up, man. first light and all that. Let's move. Okay, roll out of bed. Out of bed. I'm already up. Solar weapons. Cool, cool. <laughs> we'll be fed before we're expected to go anywhere, obviously. Yeah, in comparison to like you had know, quite nice meal last night, this is a bit more meager, but you know, you get your standard card and supplies. Okay, wedding cake, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you really fried wedding cake for breakfast, <laughs> like lemon, but with fruit in it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and doubles as a weapon if it really needs to. <laughs> so, um, right. Um, Hargo does accompany you a small bit of the way south just to put you on the right path, but he it's clear that he's very, very glad to not go all the way. And he mutters that his ancestors put a lot of these people in the barrels in the first place. So honestly, kind of glad to let you guys go on your own for the last bit. <laughs> um, you travel south um, from the castle through... I, oh, <laughs> Are you taking your wagon or are you leaving it stashed there by the castle? If you take your wagon, it'll take you a bit longer to get there because it goes more slowly than you guys on a horse on your own. Um, I feel like you should take it with us. You'll be arriving at the barrows closer to nightfall. You're going to get the spooky haunted barrow closer to nightfall. Or you can leave the wagon with the valuable cargo there behind unprotected. So. But I think, I think we have to take it with us. You know. With that, that that was literally the first job before we got given this job. It was. We don't yeah, do that and... job. That's not going to go anywhere. And... Let's let's not, let's not burden ourselves with extra weight and get there later than we need to. There is a. It's not so much the burden of the extra weight; it's the burden of what happens if it goes and <laughs> yeah, not we get back. And, and the burden might be lighter because I have no head left on my shoulders. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't have a high. Would be happy. I don't have a high level of of care. About what happens to the cart, really. So the wagon's going with us. So you head down the road, completely the road, path through the town of Oakwick, and then 
um, down a much rougher and less travelled road, mainly used for funeral processions, down and down, down toward the barrows. Um, off to your left, if you had a tour guide with you, which you don't, but you have a map, is the, uh, the, the Caudlaw Woods, which are the woods between the two baronies. And then through atmospheric mist and spooky music and fog rising from the Barrow Downs, you see the barrels of the uh, Quint people. Um, Hargill at this point has turned back towards Uthwick. Um, but he's tell, so basically you go, you, you go and you find the biggest barrel there. It's hard to miss. Go in there. Also, maybe going blue. Hopefully it's not, but just in case, it's my favorite. <laughs> Helpful. <clears throat> um, and yeah, you, uh, you, after a couple of instances, we got like you get out and push the cart along. Actually, can I put uh, a strength check number one there? And just don't roll ones. Eleven. Not a one. But it's one. <laughs> Natural one. I love you. <laughs> the first crit fail of the night. <laughs> so at one point, as you're as you're going down towards the barrels, the ground here is damp and muddy and sticky. And you get the the the, the heavily loaded wagon sinks into the mud and you're pushing along. And fortunately, Bunny is, is pretty mighty, but a pretty high strength, don't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm actually like super strong. Yeah, normally. Yeah, you're, you're and the it's really sticky and it's kind of slowing me down. And well, I mean, what happens is you, should, you, 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 you succeed too well. You give the, the wagon a huge shot <laughs> and it goes flying forward. And one of the crates tumbles off, and there's a loud crack. And heading around to the front, the crate is now lying on the ground, uh, open. The straw has spilled everywhere, and in the middle of the straw is an egg. Ooh. Yep. What kind of egg? A big Quail's egg? egg? No, we're, we're, we're talking more sort of like, you know, giant Komodo dragon egg, <laughs> ostrich egg. It is, is, this called, is this called for dragon egg? Are you telling us this is a dragon egg? I mean, you, you probably know a dragon egg. Give me an intelligence roll there. Or a hearty breakfast. Oh, actually, uh, 16. Um, you see, also... Um, Ranger Bane, with your connection to the three, you, 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 you've known dragon eggs of old. And that is not a dragon egg. It is, however, something you've encountered in the past. The alchemists of the Blue Dragon uh, have all sorts of weird alchemical things. And one thing they can do is basically take a, like, a wyvern egg or something and inject it with all sorts of horrible chemical things and make it. Um, Bomb, basically, would be the way you would put it. A so, big egg bomb. A big egg bomb, indeed. That doesn't well, seem like something we want to drop. Should oh. Bunny sit down? 
because she's current she's currently like wandering yeah, yeah, around like, sort yeah, of yeah, wiping the mud off it and yeah. apologizing to it please put it down <laughs> yeah. on the softly. straw gently yeah 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 just very softly i'm i'm super gentle it's fine <laughs> do I check there show how gentle you are <laughs> I knew oh, you were going to say that. <laughs> 15. As soft and gentle as a bunny. <laughs> yeah, um, basically, it's a bomb, not necessarily explosive fire, could also be full of, like, you know, horrible pestilent asthmas and so forth. Oh, well, that's much better. Yeah, well, they, they, they leak more, but yeah. Anyway, let's, <laughs> let's not touch that again. Yeah, you're, you're, you're okay. You're pretty sure the egg really fell and didn't crack open. You're you're ninety five percent sure that the crack was the chest falling and breaking open, and not the egg cracking. Because for one thing, you're, none of you are dead yet. Um, do you want to stop and examine the egg, or press on towards the barrels? I think we should we repack the egg in back in its box. That's, that's yeah. I think you should repack the egg back in its box. I, I think I should repack the egg back in its box. Yeah, I agree with you. I think you should. I can't work out whether whether we're arming the hails or about to blow them up and kill them. Or I don't know, but it's an order. We'll do it. That's that's the way it works. When you get paid for a job, you get paid for the job. What? Death or no death. So yes, I will repack the egg. You repack the egg. Box. A little breakage along the way is. You know, <laughs> they have to. <laughs> Shrinkage. Well, I'm, sure we, I'm sure we have moving insurance. Um, while he's while um, well, Scramish is repacking the eggs or the egg singular, what are the rest of you doing? You're just going to stand there, guard. You're going to look at the barrels. Taking a big step back from Scramish, packing <laughs> the egg. <laughs> Watching him relatively carefully and looking for cover in the trees. Yeah. Yeah. No trees, just barrels. You have them in a barrel. Limbering up <laughs> for a run. <laughs> <laughs> Examining the nearest barrow out of sheer curiosity and not to see whether I can hide behind it. Yeah, you should re 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 try to read the rooms. Like, you know, here lieth, like, you know, Francis Quent. His gravestone uh, was erected by, like, you know, Baron the Dwarf. It will give you plus five power class if you hide behind it. But no, um, you repack the egg as successfully as you think you are, as, uh, as solid as you can. And by the time you've done that, night has thoroughly fallen over the barrows. And you can indeed see in the distance a slight bluish glow emerging from the side of one of the barrows. Well, should we well, head towards the light? Helpful. Um, are you going to leave the wagon here or bring it up to the glowy barrow? It occurs to me that in, in a pinch, we might want a bomb. We should probably take it now. I'm quite glad we brought it. Well done. Good decision, boys. Thank you. <laughs> and girl, I forgot. You were, you were for bringing it as well, weren't you, Bonnie? Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Good decision, everybody. Right. So, you're going to take, take the wagon or just that one egg? The wagon. How, how many parcel boxes many are boxes there on the wagon? That's an excellent question. If it's like 75 eggs, then then you dice tell me there are eight. 
<laughs> we should probably take the wagon, I guess, and not just the one box. Yeah. yeah. Sensible. If there's going to be an explosion, let's make it a big one. Yeah, exactly. That's. Yeah. <laughs> you keep all your eggs in one bathtub. That's... Yes. Yeah, yeah. This, this is. Especially when they're explosive. Yes. Yeah. Right. So you push the wagon up through the barrels. And as you're pushing the largest barrel, you can see that basically it's a big mound of earth. And there is a small, there's basically a like stone, a burial stone on one side, which basically marks like, you know, here lieth Uther Quent. He was really great. He killed lots of people. And side of that, there is a, I would say, recently dug um, hole in the side of it, or a like, tunnel into, into the barrel, into the inner mound. Um, it's wide enough to investigate. Yeah, it's wide enough for one person, or given half of your tiny, and actually all either tiny or lithe or both. So uh, there'll be no no issue with squeezing in and out. Um, what's the plan? Who wants to go first, or do you have a, a, a an examine thing? And slings her axe. Okay. I'll be back in a minute, and she just marches towards the tunnel. I feel like just, it might you be could wise. Just, oh, never take an egg with us. There is an audible groan. Are you okay? So, what is back for the tunnel? You're unpacking an egg. Let's just take or, one with us. Just you know, just in case. Are you taking the one that fell down, or are you opening one of the other boxes? Let's take one that we know hasn't just cracked. Like absolutely, one hundred percent hasn't just cracked. Okay, so different egg. Yeah, let's take a different egg. Okay, cool. Um, are the two of you going to let your wizard traveling companion grab an egg out, or? I think we. I think I'm just going to have to hold. I'm looking both directions. I one our favorite dwarf has now wandered off into a barrow yep. with an axe. Our favorite wizard is now unpacking a death egg. Over there, and I'm just caught between the two. Just if you could just stop for it, and but if you could put that down, put that down back, back, back. Now, if you could just, I can't cope. <laughs> Excellent, the Part of me is just kind of curious to see what happens next. <laughs> like, there's a lot happening all at once, and I'm like, something's gonna happen, and I want to be here to see it. So, you're outside, yeah. I think right. Bonnie's run off by herself at the moment yep. with no fear of anything. Right. Bonnie! I... It's only a ghost. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we close the band, the tunnel, and just leave it there? Should we do it quite easily? You mark down the little tunnel. Um, it's not like that long could basically the mound is hollow the inside it's just like it's sort of like a you know, crack in the outer earthen shell um and find yourself in a little tunnel a little like your know, tunnel in the mound into the burial chambers um where am i <laughs> right um it's all very weird and spooky in here blue blue light emanate from nowhere Creepy mist, the smell of earth and death. Um, it looks like there's basically an outer chamber and an inner chamber. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, some, some side chambers off the outer chamber. So clearly like the main grave at, at far and beyond the doorway. Chamber you're entering to now, and you can see archways off to the side. Okay. Uh, things you notice immediately. Um, there, somewhat, there's recently added stuff as in not glowing blue and not like you're covered in the dust of memorial ages near the door. It looks as a religious paraphernalia. You don't have to examine it right now. Um, there are lots of skeletons around, like bones scattered on the floor. And there are two, uh, two, two more tax skeletons on beers next buyers beers platform slab things. <laughs> <laughs> Word you write a lot, but rarely say. <laughs> um, next, flanking the doorway. And as you enter, they start to twitch. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so, Bunny isn't like the sharpest axe in the armory, um, <laughs> but she kind of turns back towards the exit. Okay. And um, and she just sort of yells, there's a load of boxes of stuff in here because she's been traveling with uh, Bane and Scramish for a while now yep. and she knows how best to draw their attention. Um, and then she, uh, so these these two skeletons are like equidistant from where she is? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so she's... Uh, and they're just skeletons. The the two on the on the line on the beer yeah. things. Is it beer or buyer? Beer, I think. Yeah, okay. Excellent. Yeah, so we've got two beers. <laughs> um beer it. <laughs> yeah, <you are. laughs> um they're 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 the doorways, so they're equidistant from you, and they're in tech skeletons, and on the floor there are lots of basically skeleton bits. Right, okay. Um, so, so basically, okay, so she's she's gonna go over to the one on the right. Right, yeah. Um, and she's just gonna take its head off and look <laughs> it across the room. At the point we're rolling for initiative. <laughs> I thought we might be. <laughs> initiative, everyone has an initiative modifier on their uh, sheet there. It's with your, dexter- your dexterity. Um, modifier. If you can't find it, let me know. Um, right, and it's D20 plus that. Ah, 19. So who's that? 19 for... 19. Um, so, okay, so that's uh, 19. 18. We're just in. 18, was it for Anna? Yeah. Cool. 21. 21, Christine. Nice. Right, 18. <laughs> that <might laughs> Everyone outside the room reacts instantly. Um, <laughs> we react instantly to things we can't see. Um, like a premonition. Right. So. Um, yeah, that fits. Right. Right. So, 
Um, buddy, as you're crossing the uh, chamber floor to pluck the head off one of the intact skeletons, it comes to bony hands from the from the bones on the floor. Reach out and start trying to grab you. Um, what? There are three of them going to attack you. Oh, shit. Right. Ooh. What's your armor class there? Uh, 16. 16. Right. Uh, two of them hit you. One of them get hit critical. Damn. So, unfortunately, they are only little um, hand bone things. They're only doing six damage to you total. How much? Six. Okay. But they are clinging onto you. So as you're heading across the room, basically there are more and more skeletal hands and bits of skeletons and like you know, skulls with teeth clinging onto it, so you're being dragged down. And <laughs> for each one grabbing onto you, it drops your armor class by one. There are only two hanging onto you. Oh my god. Right. Um actually firstly, guys outside, you hear a buddy going, There are boxes in here. What are you doing? I run in. So you're running in. Um I like boxes. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you will, you will boxes add, and stuff. Everyone's got a thing <laughs> they like. Yours is boxes. That's fine. Well, the stuff in the boxes, not just the boxes. Um, do you want to? You can run to the entrance to the to the tunnel entrance and look down and see body being attacked with skeletons. Yeah. And you can, you can either make a range attack from there, or you can spend your attack on moving in and charging in all the way. I will make a range attack from the entrance. Okay. Give me a roll. And are you aiming for the... Like, Do not the, shoot me. I'm not aiming for you. <laughs> I'm aiming for the skeletons got hold of you. Excellent. I'm cool. a very good shot. Probably. <laughs> this is where we roll the block. Shoot me now. 13, is it? 16. 16. That is a hit. Woohoo! Nothing to worry about. Roll damage. Uh, damage is. Oh, blinding. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. Uh, Twelve. Twelve. Wow. Right. Um, that uh, smashes one of them completely. One of the ones on you. And the other guy is basically hanging on by a literally hanging on by a fingernail. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are what are called mooks in Thirteenth Age. Um, if you hit one, the damage they're basically treated as a big mob of bad of like small bad guys. So if you hit one, the damage will transfer over to the next guy, the next guy, the next guy. So you can kill lots of them with one blow. Ah, nice. Right, uh, Justin, are you grabbing? Are you intend to grab the egg, or are you going to run over to the entrance? It seems like I should probably abandon the egg for now and pay attention to what's happening. So I'll leave the egg and it, I'll leave the egg and make haste to the barrow. It is only one turn to grab the egg if you want to linger there nah. for sure. <laughs> It would be churlish to pay attention to the egg when one of my companions is in danger. Not that much danger, but okay, cool. Are you going to run all the way there or are you going to stop at the entrance of the barrow and do range attacks as uh, Steve did? Um, I'm I, I'm gonna go into the entrance as far as I can go along to see clearly what's happening. I like to be okay. able to see what I'm doing. Okay, fair enough. So you're going to be roll up, but hang a little bit back. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. 
So if you only take this turn, but you're reading straight, I think you want to next round. And Dior, what do you think? Um, I'm going to run in. I'm going to use my, my swashbuckle, which I can do once for that, because I've got two tall people in the way. Ready up. You can get with the so I'm going to, I'm going to slide through Steve's legs. Awesome. Nice. Through Bane's legs. Awesome. Pick up my feet. Two more steps. Jump onto the wall. Do two steps of wall running past our wizard. Ready up. Land and slide on my knees. My bow drawn, ready to take one out. Yeah, oh yeah. Because the first You can the other way. Watch and roll a one. I feel like this should be like a guitar at the end there. As you come out on your knees with the guitar and just nail it with a big power chord. This is right. Um, <clears throat> like a three. What did you get there, Scramish? <laughs> oh, did you roll a one? <laughs> <laughs> So instead of instead of sliding through Steve's legs, you basically just tackled him. Nuts, him. Oh my god! You're just, just going to headbutt him in the nuts instead. Yeah, good job. Well done. Um, Real proud of you. It's a good moment. What's your name again? Not Scroobius. Um, Scramish. Scrambles. Two Bane's legs. Leaps over the elf wizard. Does a whole matrix style wall running thing, lands, draws bow. Unfortunately, um, one the remember the, the two guys lying on the beer buyer flat thing. <laughs> they have the tough still of them, and they're very very slow. And had you had more time to like you know, do a close examination, you see that both of them have these giant ceremonial executioner swords lying next to them. And slowly getting up and going to do this dramatic thing where they draw their swords and go to attack. You land on top of one of their swords. So <laughs> as the big skeleton rises the sleep of ages and draws his weapon, he grabs your ankle. <laughs> that could have been worse. <laughs> I, I, know, I know he's my companion, but am I allowed to laugh? That's funny. So you have been grappled inadvertently by one of these skeleton guys. <laughs> I'm going to be beaten to death by the halfling. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I didn't I predict this in the chat before. Wasn't there a talk of this happening? So, one stumbles towards um, Anna the intruder. Oh, yeah, Anna, have you, you haven't had a turn yet. I have not. No, so big skeletons, two big skeletons are now busy slowly dragging themselves off their tombs and advancing towards you. One is dragging this sword on the ground at a really dramatic scene where they hear the blade draping on the stone, leaving this shower of sparks behind us. Nice. Awesome, and it's metal. Like, and the other guy is exactly the same, only it's death. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting like the mild contusions on his head. Okay. Am I am I still um, grappled by the bones? No, because uh, because Jeff shot one off and Steve shot one off. So you basically you have been freed from the two guys who are grappling you because that Jeff's house. Right. Okay. Um, in that case, uh, is one of the is one of the skeletons closer than the other? They are being irritationally symmetrical. Okay, 
Um, in that case, I am going to um, make a, a melee attack with my great axe. Um, <laughs> and I am going to attempt to take off the arm of the skeleton that is holding Scramish. Ready up. Give me a roll. Am I adding strength to this? Uh, you're, it should be the attack should be pre-calculated for you. One second. Um, yeah, it's, it's already got strength figured in. So it's plus six. Uh, 17. Uh, yeah, that is a... Oh, it's a miss by one. Well, you, do, you do get to do your miss damage. So you, you do hit him for two points of damage. Okay. So hurt, just not, you know, especially. So basically, he, you, you go to hew off his arm. He tries to parry. You go, ah! <laughs> and do not cleave the halfling into. Right. Um, they now get to attack. Um, one of them is going to attack uh, Bunny with a sword, and the other guy is going to try to attack Bunny with a halfling and do damage to the halfling. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good day for Scrooge. Misses quite badly. These guys have a really, a really, a really, really low attack bonuses because the, their plan is basically to have the smaller guys grab onto you and lower your armor class. And uh, right, so basically, if you get lots of small guys on you, they have much better chance of hitting. The other guy, I think, foundling is or halfling is a is a renowned a weapon of renown or legend. Is it? Yeah. yeah. The other guy lifts you up and punches you in the face, which is a much better chance of hitting you with, but does less damage. Uh, 22, hit your armor class. Mine? 15. No, uh, uh, Jeff's. Yeah, so Jeff takes seven damage. Right. Next round. Um, 13th Age has a mechanic called the Escalation Die, where basically fights, you get bonuses to fight. As fights go on longer, you get bonuses to attack. So basically, the monsters are all calibrated so that initially they're hard to hit, and then as the fight goes on, they're easier and easier to hit, which sort of reserves, encourages you to like you know, keep your big dramatic spells and so forth for later in the fight. So you now have because this escalation dice is the top one in the second round of combat. You get all of top one to all your attacks. So Steve, current situation is um, Bonnie is in the middle of the, of the chamber with two skeletons, one of which is tempted to hit her with a giant sword. The guy has a halfling instead of a sword and is looking confused by the whole affair. <laughs> and around you are rising a whole host of smaller, weaker skeletons. So, what do you want to do? Uh, okay. Uh, can I do a double ranged attack? Uh, I think you can. Where are we? Uh, well, actually, firstly, you're going to roll your elven grace to see if yes. you get extraction. Uh, uh, wrong, let me see. Uh, I got a 17. D6. Six oh, out of D6, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get you don't get a bonus action. So you can do your double range attack if you wish. Yeah, I'm gonna really do a double range attack then. So uh ooh, blimey. I got a uh rolled a nineteen there, so twenty 25. Okay, that's you on your first attack and your second one. Uh, I got a 17. They are both hitting whoever you're shooting at. 
Who are you shooting at? Uh, I'm going to shoot at the thing that has hold of uh, Scramish. Okay. Both wants to let go of him. Both of them or just one? Uh, one at him and one at the one that Anna's fighting. Okay, cool. So roll damage both of them. So I did eight to the one holding Scramish. Scramish. <laughs> okay. Uh, And we'll go. And to the other guy, I did 14. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> nice. Describe how your arrow does 14 damage to him. Sorry? Describe how the arrow does 14 damage to the skeleton with the awesome metal sword dragging on with the char of spark. It, He's really it, cool. hits the, it hits the thing dead center and it just explodes in this power <laughs> of awesomeness. And I just sit there and go, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say, "You owe me." <laughs> you Fair enough about my skills. Um, yeah, right. Um, Justin, you're next. So the, there's still a skeleton trying to hit Anna. Is that right? There are still, even with that heroic attack from uh, Steve, there are still two skeletons attacking Anna. Right. Okay. Which, what are the But still. Okay, so um, I think the easiest thing is probably to go for something like Magic Missile on the basis that it's going to hit them. Always so, a choice. Which one is, uh, which one, which, which of my, which of my colleagues is in the most imminent danger, I suppose, is the question. Uh, <laughs> I mean, your best option might be blasting away at the one um, holding the halfling just to free up the halfling. Fair enough, I'll do that. That's a good shout. Yeah, let's do that. That's a two d four. So that is hmm, five. Respectable. Right. Uh, next are the host of smaller skeletons, of which there are ten now clawing out of the ground. Oh dear! All around you guys, um, and there are four of you. So that'll be two each, and uh, two more to be deposited. Just ten. Yes, there. Right. So. Anna, the two on you. Uh, what's your armor class? Uh, it's now 14. No, because it, it's back up to 16 because they're not they're not down. So there's one oh. on you now. So two, yeah, two, damage and, yeah, two damage and one on you. I'll keep track of how many skeletons are on people. So I'm now at 12. No, you're on, now at 14. There, 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 there were two on you. They got smashed off. Now there's a fresh one on you going... I'm contributing. <laughs> oh, right. So my armor class goes back up and then yeah, drops. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Your armor penalty is proportional to the number of tiny skeletons clinging to you. Um, Steve, what's your armor class? 17. Uh, something uh, I can add. And they both hit. Go there. So, yeah, there. that's four damage, and two skeletons are now clinging to you. Oh. Justin. Um, that's one of the one skeleton on you. That's two damage, and one skeleton is attaching itself to you, slowing you down. Um, Jeff. Actually, leave Jeff alone, given he's already like been hung up before. I can just have one more on each of you guys. So one more on Anna misses. That's only fair. One more on three hits. And one more. Uh, okay, so Steve, the third one on you, another two damage. Oh. 
I am popular. Exactly. So we of the dead. Um, Are these the skeletons that all take damage if one of them takes damage? I like that. Okay, yeah. good. Um, oh, as, as one of them grabs onto you, Justin, you see that he is wearing ragged remains of armor, and there's the sigil of the Hale family on the armor. So you guess that these guys on the floor were like the defeated remains of guys that Uther killed and then buried with him. Ah, oh, a very vainglorious of him to bury his enemies with him. What? Um, Jeff, you are currently um, dangling. held by the ankle, but that does not impede you in terms of fighting. <laughs> in that case, you impede in terms of moving. So, do you, first question is do you want to try and pop free of the guy? Um, no, I just want to stab him yeah. upside down. I... Yeah. Okay, stab away, sir. It... Here we go. Oh, for. Um, I got a one. Again, <laughs> Jeff, I think your dice might be broken. Please stop yeah. helping us. That's going in dice jail. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. You do, you do two damage to him anyway. That, that's that's something. You 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 helped. He's not dead, or even like you know, close to dead. But you hurt him a little bit. Um. What happens? Right. <laughs> Does everyone just shrug and be like, no, that's not. <laughs> um, Bunny just shouts, aim for his body. <laughs> what, what you've done is just picked some glint out from between his teeth of his skull. Yeah. Yeah, You'd have been better off trying to hit yourself in the head. <laughs> um, here's what happened. You stab him while, while you're being held by him. So he sort of stumbles off balance. He reaches down to steady himself. And by horrible coincidence, his hand kills around the hilt of his giant sword. So when he comes back up, he's basically <laughs> a giant sword and you. And you can see you know, his wielding a halfling. <laughs> There's like no intellect there. He's animated by unholy forces. But you can see it's like, you know, Apply A to me. What? <laughs> <laughs> but before that happens, Anna, your turn. Um, okay, so Bunny is going to use her great axe, and basically she's going to try and smash the skeletons off her legs. Okay. Which could go horribly wrong. <laughs> she might end up actually taking off one of her own kneecaps. It was great. But um, that is the aim, so that it frees her up to move. Oh, give me a roll. Um, oh, God, 12. Uh, 12 plus the total, is it? That is the total. Okay. One for, for um, this is 13. Still only a uh, still a miss. So if you, you damage one of them, but not enough to kill it. Right, okay. two big skeletons. Uh, one guy is going to he's going to stumble past Anna or try to, and given Steve is co currently covered in small undead things slowing him down, is the obvious target. 
Steve, what's your armor class there? What's my what? Your armor class. Uh, oh, blimey. It's 14. Is that including the penalties, yeah? It is, yeah. Excellent. Ah, 20. Oh. Bye, Steve. Here's <laughs> 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 yeah. nine damage. Nine damage and five ongoing damage, which means at the start oh. of your turn, every turn you'll take another five until you make a saving throw against it. Oh, bloody hell. We'll get to that on your turn, though. Yeah. Um, the other guy is the one holding Jeff, and he's got a sword. He's going to apply, apply his sword to Jeff. I'm giving you a bonus because of all your one. <laughs> But he too suffers from your disease of rolling really <laughs> It wasn't quite a one, but it was one adjacent. It was a seven. So yes, basically, he, he tries to hold up, tries to bring a sword around, misjudges your height, and you just feels from your hair. <laughs> what? Round three. So that's two. Um, Steve, you are beset by many, many fools. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Get a cane. Uh, right. Um, first, I'm first, all your grace firstly again. Sorry. Uh, oh, so sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Roll your Elven grace firstly. You do six again. Oh. I got six. Nope. You roll. You because the essential is a two. You need to roll a two or, or less. Uh, I got a six. Oh, can, I, um, can I use Lethal Hunter? Uh, you can indeed. Do you want against to... the um, mooks grabbing hold of me? Yep, you can. Cool, cool, cool. So I rolled a twenty-two. Uh, okay, what, what, what was the dice roll? Sixteen. I'll give you the question because I'm nice. Um, cool. Um, Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, roll damage and double us. Uh, 16. Okay, which is doubled. Uh, is that doubled or? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, because it was four plus, so that's 12. So it's 24. Uh, um, so 12, 12, 12 damage. Okay, and they're, they're seven points each. So that is, I'm on the standard so that's six, that's four of them. So, yeah, so basically. You're killing four of them, so you kill three attacking you. Excellent. And which of, of, of the, one, the one hanging out to Anna and the one hanging out to Justin, which you want to smash? Anna. Okay. Cool. Describe your, how your hail of arrows kills four undead. Uh, uh, I, I knock the arrows and shoot them up into the air, <laughs> and they just fall around me like... Death rain. Excellent. <laughs> That's right. Death rain. Death rain. I'm going to yeah. trademark it. That's my new power now. My new skill. <laughs> nice. Actually, given you were in a low ceilinged barrel, that's quite a trick, I must say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a very high rain. Oh, I see. It was <laughs> rain. Perfect ricochets off the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Scottish, <laughs> it's Scottish rain. It comes in sideways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Justin, you have one undead creature clinging to you. What are you doing? Well, I feel like I feel like my ray of frost might be fun. Um, so uh, I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna hit it with that on the basis that the damage will also transfer to all the other ones. I feel like that might be a useful thing to do. 
Okay. Uh, give me a roll to hit then. Get plus two. No, I get I get plus two for the round, and my yeah. ranged attack is also a plus two. And then I've got plus seven versus physical defense on the Ray of Frost. Do I add that as well? Uh, you, uh, yeah, basically, you're in plus nine, basically. Nice. Or nine, or should it be 11? Because it's seven and two and two for the round. Uh, where, where, where are you getting plus two from? I've, my basic ranged attack is just a plus oh, two. It's, it's a spell, so it's separate, it's already factored in. So. Oh, right, okay, so it's plus nine. Throwing stones, whatever. Okay, so cool, just plus nine. Nice. I'll be here plus nine. <laughs> I needed the plus nine because I rolled a three. <laughs> so, <laughs> 12. Right. Oh, we do as well. Um, yeah. 36 damage. Nice. 10. Cool. That will kill two of them. So you four of them left. Right. So you blast the one on you, and one of the other guys gets equally frozen. So you're under four of the small guys. And they're next. Oh. Four characters. Four small guys. But Jeff... Jeff is still suspended, so I'll be cruel to one of you. Uh, Anna, I miss you. Um, one of them gets Jeff's disease and misses. <laughs> and Steve also misses. It is not the best turn for Team Dead. Uh, so the last guy will go for Anna. And with this heroic effort, <laughs> One is basically leaps onto your back, or, or leaps out of his grave onto your back and sort of clings around, hang, hanging on with your neck, going, get him, get him! In the, <laughs> the tongue of the dead. And okay. So Anna has, has two damage, and one of them is clinging to you. Uh, so down to 14. Okay. Jeff! Do I lose two hit points as well? Yes. Well, but, um, getting hit points back... Um, there you use these little recoveries. Each of you can um, basically take a turn to recover and get in the middle of battle and take hit points back, basically take, instead of attacking. Or some of you have different ways to get hit back. Or after battle, you can just heal up using those. Anyway, um, Jeff, you are still and clean. I'm I'm banging upside down, and I don't care. I don't want to come outside. I don't want to break free. I want to stab this skeleton thing with its okay. so it doesn't use me as a weapon against somebody. And with a brand new dagger, I hit twenty-seven. I rolled then. That is so definitely. It. Um, are you using one of your powers? You had like evasive uh, strike and deadly thrust and sure. Cost. I just have momentum for those. Uh, not for all of them. Doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I just I can use evasive strike, so if I hit, yeah, I can pop it afterwards. Cool. And that's 13 damage. Uh, and given, uh, to, yeah, uh, yeah, that will kill him because you can. Actually, I don't want to get four hit points out. Do you want to actually? Do you want to give me a justification for being able to use your sneak, sneak attack damage as well? Well, he's not expecting me to strike, is he? He's, uh, that's that's it. I'm dangling. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mere pawn in his game of death at the moment. Dangling. He's already 
And you've already tried to hit him once and missed, but he thinks you're laughably incompetent anyway. (laughs) (laughs) He's not alone. Far off, I only get two sneak attack damage. But it's my best effort than your best effort to survive. <laughs> what, uh, Anna? Um, okay, so I've got a skeleton clinging to my back. Yep. Right. Okay. Um, so, do I get a movement and an attack, or just an attack? You get a movement and an attack. Okay. Um, so I don't actually know if it will be clapped as an attack but what she wants to do is it's it's got around the neck so she wants to grab its arms yep and then like throw herself backwards against the platform the slab yep. and try and crush it between her and the slab but i don't know that's if that's classed as a movement or an attack um basically what i'll do is i'll give you a strength test and if you do really really well it'll just be a move and you'll still be attack free do I add my modifier then? Yeah. 23. That is enough to basically squish the poor little skeleton. Yes. Or at least dislodge him. And uh, yeah, you do your regular attack now as well. Are you going for small skeletons or big guys? Uh, I'm going to go for one of the big guys because I, I feel like I've just been fighting these little piddly things and I'm never going to name largely unhurt and looks threatening or the guy holding Jeff who was who was two hit points left and <laughs> I'm going to distract the strong guy okay give me a roll 18 that's a hit yes uh 2d10 20. Nice. Right. My two slightly wobbly undead guys, both of whom are very badly hurt, neither of whom have any useful support from their tiny skeleton buddies. Um, so one guy is going to, the same guy's been trying to kill Jeff the whole time, we'll continue this epic quest. Yay. <laughs> Have nine damage and five ongoing damage. And the other guy goes for Anna and Jeff's it. He Jeff's it. Are we, is, are we going to use that as a term? Right. So, round four. Steve, you have ongoing damage, don't you? Or was it just. I'm, I'm down to. to Seven. Yep. Wow. So, so I'm going to use a recovery roll so I don't die. Okay. Cool. So basically, you take t- t- so back, take a breather. So you roll two d eight plus um, something. Now I got a five and a. Okay, read that. Seven. So got nine. Cool. Get nine points back, and now you can make a saving throw against the ongoing damage. Basically, just roll d twenty and get eleven or more. I've got 12. You're fine. I'm going damage as stopped. Yay! Justin, you have uh, 
four rather broken looking small skeletons and two rather broken looking big skeletons. Um, I think I will. Uh, I think I will go for the big one that Anna's been fighting on the basis that with only two hit points left, surely even Jeff can kill that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I appreciate. I appreciate this could be famous last words, but yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, and, and I quite like my frost ray. So I'm going to go with my frost ray again and okay. uh, go for the the other one. So, that oh, that's pretty. So that is twenty seven. Wow! Is that sure you rolled uh, seventeen? Was it? It's an 18. Oh, no, so it's 28, because we're yeah. plus 3 and plus 7 now, so it's 28. So absolutely hit, yep. Um, yeah, you, you freeze them and annihilate them, don't even bother rolling. Describe, awesome. actually, describe, in fact, how your rear frost finishes off the big guy. With the, with the, I, 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 it just beautifully crystallizes him until he shakes and, and trembles and then just shatters into oh. a billion crystalline shards of bone. Awesome. Beautiful. Right. Um, small skeletons. Three of them left. Three plucky little <laughs> guys. Um, one for the sake of revenge on Justin. And one goes for Anna's storm and hits. Two damage. And that guy is back on your back. Or possibly something. <laughs> and Steve. While you're back, take your breather, wore them close to the grave. Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> right. Jeff, take on the last big guy. Right. Oh, big guy. I'm, going to, <clears throat> I'm going to use tumbling strike. Okay. So I'm going to roll, I'm going to do a forward roll. Awesome. At the skeleton, slice at its ankle bones with my dagger, and then forward roll out the way and disengage from this as well. At the same time, he says. <laughs> oh, I got a good roll there. Um, I, I got. Oh, I didn't get a good roll at all, but it's eleven. Okay, I'm not sure that hit. hit. Probably doesn't. But because you two damage on a miss, and he has two. <laughs> you could fail to kill him. So you kill him. Yay! Yay! <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> He's so he's so he's become so used to the like, the comforting balancing weight of a halfling. He just toppled over. <laughs> <laughs> right, and with uh, relative speed, you can dispatch those three small guys, given they are small and tiny. Right, so the bo the bones, some battered, some frozen, settle around you. Um, one time. Um, and you're, the, you, the calm descends on the burial chamber the blue light seems to retreat from the bodies of your defeated foes and sort of gets sucked back almost through the main door of the barrel into the, into the inner chamber which you haven't entered yet so you've got door in front of you into the inner chamber um, two side chambers one on the side, and lots of scattered um, remains around you. Um, ba, 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 ba. Scramish the halfling. How, 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 how do you pronounce it again, Jeff? So, scramish? 
Garbage yet. Yes, with your unerring miserly sense, you smell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Small amounts, to be fair, in the chamber on your left. And um, <clears throat> Arian, with your um, Arden, just is Ar Ar Arian or Arden or Arian? Arian, with your arcane senses, you can pick up some low level magic coming from the chamber on the right. Ooh. But the main part is just ahead, in the chamber right ahead of here. So, what do you want to investigate first? There's the chamber, there's, there's weird stuff at the door Left. right ahead of you. Gold. Magic. Left. Gold. Okay. Gold uh, <coughs> that out. I feel it's sensible to deal with the immediate threat and then raid the Which is the gold. Okay. Which, which is the gold. The, the immediate threat is the gold. The gold is, the gold is deeply threatening. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I've gone. There's gold. <laughs> um, yeah, basically, it looked like the, this little side chamber was the like, you know, burial goods and treasures. And there are several small uh, chests and urns um, containing a not vast, but at the same time, not inconsiderable. Pilot <laughs> um, like enough to fill one, like one of the little chests in your uh, wagon, maybe even two of them. If you like, you know, I think I should, I should drag them to, to the entrance to the barrow. Okay, so if you, you are they're ready for, for there, but we need to run out of here and um, walk out carefully. Hardly looting the real goods is the thing, yeah. Cool, you're doing that, looting in potential, yeah, exactly. Move them. Well, I mean, if we're, if we're doing this kind of preparatory work and there's no rush, I really should examine <laughs> what kind of magic there might be in the other in the other room, really. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so you're checking that out? Yes, please. Inside in that room, you find two things of note. Um, one, there are uh, several um, little glass jars or glass uh, vials which your elven senses and key experience of adventure will say, hmm, these are potions of healing. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Lovely. Well, uh, can you, I have one? Can I drink one? You, you, you can all spend recoveries now to get hit points back because you're out of combat. What potions of healing do that you spend your recovery in the middle of a fight without having to spend an action on healing up. So save, save them for fights. But you can all, so if you we, want, we've, got, we've got two of those. Nice. Did you, did, is, no, is, is that the two better, things? Is it better to do a recovery or drink a healing potion? Reco healing potions will take recoveries too, as well. Just, you, they, just that means you get them. Uh, you can. They don't take an action in combat to use. So, is use use recoveries now? Yeah. I'm okay. I'm fully recovered. Recovery. Uh, refreshed. Well, on the basis, I only lost two hit points. Uh, can we assume that I got them back? Uh, I just wouldn't bother taking a recovery. Uh, just carry that injury for the moment. Um, the other thing is a relic. Yeah, I'm back up. There's a finger bone in a little golden case in a place of uh, a place of, uh, of prestige in the little side chamber. Interesting. It's a relic or something. Does it appear to be magical in some way? You are sensing like your know, divine auras circling around it. It's like some magic. Uh, I, 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 have, I have a recollection with my eidetic memory of a finger being chopped off, you see. Exactly. Which strikes me as interesting. Uh, in fact, 
Now, now that you're sort of comparing this to your perfect memory of the um, of the, the book you saw, I can think you recall there was the, it was Uther who chopped his finger off, and yes. there was a pain again. So you would guess, based on your ex extensive arcane experience, and that this would possibly be some bonus against undead creatures, that is like the finger bone of a saint and could be used as a wand to boost spells or strap to a weapon to make the weapon magic or make the weapon bully. Nice. Indeed. I like it. Um, meanwhile, examining the door right in front of you into the inner chamber, um, I said there's something, something a bit odd about it, and now that you're looking at it, someone has fairly recently um, placed branches of uh, rowan wood, rowan tree branches, across the door. Ah. And can I get a wisdom or intelligence roll, which is better from each of you? Please, if no one has a Druid relationship. Bunny is going to try and drag one of the branches down um, okay. and say, hey, should we light this so that we've got to you know, make a torch from it? Um, and what's this wisdom? Uh, <laughs> 12. Okay, That's not great. Anybody else get better than 12? I got, the I got six. Eight, 18. 17. Okay. okay, and Justin? 17. Two of you being elves and having like, you know, long experience with such things. Um, you know that um, one, of the, one of the properties of Rowan and certain like, you know, rubric cults is that the barrier against the dead basically holds them in check because you put it on tombs to keep things quiet. And right. these rune branches have recently been added to the door. Right. And uh, as um, Bonnie pulls one down, you hear from the far side of the door sort of a, who's there? Bonnie. <laughs> it's me, Bunny Smallbottom. Who are you? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> did you steal from me? No, Scrammish did. Forever. Death to Scrammish. Death to his people. <laughs> vengeance. That seems fair. Okay, so uh, Bunny, Bunny tries to shove the branch back on the... <laughs> Yeah, the, bran I, I'm sure the branches aren't blocking the door. You, you can still open the door quite happily. Just the branches have been sort of stuck onto it. Just it's a barrier for undead but not people. Um, as Bunny accuses, or accuses the wrong word, as Bunny quietly points out that Scrammish did not. <laughs> um, Scrammish, as you're dragging the gold out to the entrance of the barrel, when you think flies my horde, the other barrels in the area all quiver and like pebbles start rolling down the sides. And uh -oh. Flares of bluish flame from several of them sort of flare up and then gutter out. Just stop dragging it back into the barrow. Back, put it back. Sorry. Really sorry. Absolutely sorry. No, no. Total accident. We're just keeping it safe for a moment. Oh, it's yours. <laughs> 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 There's so, a giant misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd drop this here, but obviously not. It's, uh, you know. So, 
What are you guys doing? Uh, I'm, I'm telling Bunny to step away from the door and stop poking the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Does seem sensible. But really, we need to go through this door and, and wipe this guy out, don't we? Yeah. Uh, well, you're, you're, you're quarant. We could just go in there and kill him. That was yeah. That seems sensible. But, but didn't didn't all that blue mist that was the skeletons all go in there? Which means yeah. then we've got to fight them again. You would wow. guess that it was basically his spirit was animating them, or his like you know, eldritch influence. Yeah. I take that to be his power. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you want to do? I mean, ultimately, the whole point of this is we got to go through that door. We might as well. Though, what yeah. might be useful is uh, it might be useful um, for those of you using weapons, like melee weapons, maybe strap some rowan tree branch to your weapon to see if it's useful to improve its effect. I, I would like to argue that the dwarf's axe handle is already made of rowan wood. Awesome. That seems like a cool thing to have done. Yeah. Not just free this. So, who's opened the door? Bonnie. Not me. Yeah. Let's yeah, yeah, yeah. be honest. Bonnie, Bonnie's going to do it whether we volunteer or yeah, not. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter what we say. Right. There. Seated on a uh, sort of uh, stone throne is a skeleton. Um, and Arian, you, as I said, have eidetic memory, and you recall the illustrations of uh, Sir Uther. And in pretty much every illustration you saw of him, including the flip book, he was wearing this distinctive suit of plate armor. And I think that he is buried in plate armor because some of it is still on him. But the breastplate is gone, the gauntlets are gone. Clearly, someone has at some point, possibly in the last 200 years, possibly quite more recently, broke into the tomb and stolen his armor. Ah. Um, he now, sits, when did he angry? He sits there on the throne, this mobile skeleton. These wraiths circle around him. And it's a bit like the bit in Indiana Jones where they open the ark, as in like you know, right. Sometimes they look like you know beautiful women, and then for other angles they're these skeletal horrors. But none of them are attacking you yet, although he does have a really, really big sword across his lap, which opens in the illustrations. They scrammers the thief, I know thee. Don't be a cute. I haven't actually. I'll put it back. Just over there. I am Uther, Lord of these lands. I bring judgment. I bring justice. You are told for your crime. I'm sorry, did you, did you say scrimmish? That's not me. Sorry, scrimmish. I'm scrimmish. Scrimmish. <laughs> doesn't. Not me. He's just left. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. That's my brother. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 legged it, mate. He's got you, no chance. You living are hard to understand. So very tired. I, I slept so long. I wake now again. Yes, the old bloodlust rises in my veins. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> 
So we should probably destroy this guy, I think. Maybe maybe we should find out who nicked his armor so we can go and give it back to him. And he might stop doing whatever he's doing. <clears throat> How do we not know if they're in plate armor? Hmm? Uh, there was a, yeah, the bodyguard in plate armor. He had quite a lot of armor, didn't he? he do, did. Can I? Can I? So, with, using my using my fabulous memory, did the <laughs> armor that the the bodyguard was wearing bear any resemblance to Uther's fabulous armor? It did not. It was covered in sigils <laughs> of the can, can we tell him it was him anyway? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking back now to this conversation that obviously Scrammish told us about that he'd seen during the night. Um, about the two brothers <laughs> arguing and pointing, and and I wonder whether what the problem is that one of them, probably the Baron who sent us on this quest, is the one who broke in and stole some of the armor, because, let's say he's having financial difficulties and wanted to sell it. I wonder if perhaps he's done this himself. Sorry, Gareth. The armor was like you know fabulously fabulously expensive and was like you. Know, it was not, not like your encrusted gold was like made of mithril or I don't platinum. Right. <laughs> so it strikes me there's, there's a decent chance that the idiot who sent us on this quest probably caused this problem by stealing the armor in the first place. So we can either just kill him or we can go and tell him to put the armor back. We could do both. We could do both. We could kill him and take the rest of the armor. Who would know? Or we can challenge him to single combat. Sorry, what? Bunny can challenge him to single combat. I would like to see that, Bunny. I really would. I, I mean, I I admire your pluck. However, <laughs> I'm mildly worried about you not being able to reach his head with your weapon. Might be a bit of a worry. Everyone's the same speciesism in this. <laughs> we're now going to hit the, the fundamental rule of all rpgs where we discuss it for half an hour <laughs> sound tactic and then shout charge <laughs> okay so, so in that case in that case we discuss the more the role magic fades and i shall emerge from my <laughs> so basically you're saying hurry up let's just hit him <laughs> I just yeah. kill him. I can't be bothered going all the way back to the castle. Yeah, to have we, a we're going to have to let's, kill him, aren't we? Him. Yeah, let's do it. Let's kill him. Bunny says, says to Scrammish, Look, you're the thief. Why don't you take his sword and then it'll be easier <laughs> to kill him? It is an excellent idea, Bunny, and one I will take under advisement and send to committee. <laughs> and that when the report's in. <laughs> I think that sword's bigger than me. That is true. I think it's that probably is, why one of the big people in for it. Attempts just, to destroy it. We could trade. We could trade. give him an egg. Was it? Was it what give him an egg to go back to sleep. Why would he want the egg? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, good. Good. I thought I was Maybe missing he something. Collects eggs. No, that's fine. Yes, good. Is, good, good. is his 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 remains in the same room? So so his his corpse is that's that's what he is. It's his animated yeah. corpse. Yeah, he's that's his own corpse. Yes. So 
and he's holding a sword, and there's these wraiths flink flying around him. And yeah. It's not looking like and he hasn't got any on wrong. Who got, let's be honest, the shit kicked out of us by some skeletons are going to do a brilliant <laughs> job against this thing. Well, well maybe we well. could throw one of the eggs at him and see what it does. Can't make him any madder. <laughs> well, I mean, it could, but let's try yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> For all we know, it could be some kind of toxin that, that enrages anybody That's that okay, experiences okay. it. So, so do you want to go get an egg? I was just thinking villainously. <laughs> so is the plan to retreat out and get an egg? Or... Maybe we could show him the egg. Tell him, <laughs> look, look this is it's an egg. This is great. It's far show and far. tell. <laughs> Some pox Why don't this is an egg? Three of us attack him, and the fourth one goes to get an egg. <laughs> 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 I said we should have brought an egg in. Can I sneak up behind him and steal his sword and take his sword off him as a wood elf? And you can try. He does have the rate circling around him. I suspect. Yeah, that, that would make it death, uh, aggressive. Currently, he's just sitting on the throne, not making any hostile moves. Other uh, than I, don't want, I don't want to make him make hostile moves. Yeah. Um, you would um, get as long, as long as the Rowan is on the door, he's stuck. He's stuck here, but the Rowan magic is is going to fade in a few days. Oh, in a few days. Oh, we've got yeah. loads of time to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we're fine then. Well, we'll, we'll be having a couple of days. Then maybe we should just go back to the castle yeah. and tell him to put the armor back. We could just literally just leave and be like. Yeah, you're not our problem, mate. Yeah, sensible. Sensible. I think I don't think that we we might not do very well against whatever he is have, and whatever this, they are. I have this saint finger here, which is going to like boost my spells against the undead. So there's that. That's okay. not his finger, is it? No, it's a finger he cut off a saint. It's gonna work. It's gonna. It's gonna improve my my strength against the strength of my spells against the undead. You see. Okay. Well, you have a go, and we'll see what Poke happens. Him. <laughs> Poke him with the finger <laughs> in his eye socket. Because if you're gonna go, you only go once, so you might as well go big. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know. No, return. I mean, yeah, let's just go. So, let's just go. I think we should go. And, I, think we should go and, I feel. Uh, I feel like even if we defeat him, if all the other barrows are also kind of waking up, yeah, this could be an issue. We might destroy him and walk out of the barrow and find that we're surrounded by fifteen other of these things. I mean, it, yeah. it's possible he's a little bearing boss, and like killing him will stop everything. But you don't know. Yeah. See. Yeah, exactly. He might, he might not be a mothership. So. <laughs> right. So we're going to head back right. to the castle, try and find the armor, and get it back here. Cool. If the armor uh, is there. Two questions. Um, are you closing up the entrance to the barrel or leaving it open? Uh, Lock it with the close, close the door with a rowan. Okay, cool. Well, so, yeah, I'm still behind that. Let's, let's not have him freed roaming yeah. around. Ready up? Very angry. Yep. Bunny wants to fight. <laughs> Bunny, I promise you we'll find you something to fight on the way home. If, and if we do this, you get a statue and a song. Yeah, yeah. Don't you forget the statue. Or something. What's the song going to say otherwise? I tell you what. <laughs> you can hit all the skeletons on the way out. Just take out a bit of frustration on the skeletons on the way out. Okay. Okay. 
I can hear you defiling things out there. Stop defiling <laughs> But a small bottom you have offended over. <laughs> Vengeance will be mine as soon as, as, as I emerge my sleep. You will remember my name forever, though. I think we all will, to be fair. Yeah, we're not going to forget it. <laughs> Right, right. Um, as you emerge into the um, chill night air, can I get a wisdom test off everyone, please? Thirteen. Any perception type things? Eighteen. Um, cool. Nine. 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 Right. Bane, with your keen elven senses and ranger trackiness. Um, you, as you're like, you know, emerging from the tomb, you totally saw some movement over by the wagon. And when you get back to the wagon, you spot, especially in the darkness, you spot some footprints. Very light, all, all, like a, a lesser ranger would not be able to find them. But uh, someone was examining the wagon and then fled when you guys emerged. Follow the footprints. Okay, give me a tracking roll there, please, which is a wisdom chest. Uh, I got a fifteen. Cool. Um, you're pretty sure that these foot. Well, you, you can't follow the trail exactly because it, 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 the, the ground was established as being muddy. So yes, you can't follow the trail exactly. <laughs> Have a muddy trail, folks. Um, <laughs> it's leading off in the direction of the Coldwell Wood, which is the wood between two baronies, um, which is dark and noisome and dangerous. Um, yeah, something's in, off in there. And someone came out of that wood, it would seem, and either was watching the, you approach the barrels um, or uh, arrived when you guys were inside fighting, fighting undead. Can, can we just count the crates and make sure we've... I mean, I don't really care that yeah. much, but are there still eight crates there? There are still eight crates there. It looks like you discharged them before they could take any of them or even find out what was in there, given... Well, I, 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 I like to think that as a wood elf, I have really good eyesight in the dark so could i kind of creep closer to the woods and just have a, a look just to see if there's any movement or anyone like just kind of hiding behind a tree or something um yes give me a rule there just be 20 roll high uh <laughs> what am i rolling against uh it'd be uh what are we best at us the dark <laughs> 13 <laughs> Um, yeah, for a moment you glimpse someone standing there, um, not saying like you're lurking in the shadow of the trees. Um, and then when uh, when she sees you looking at her, um, she suddenly turns into a raven and or a bird of some sort and flaps darker into the forest. Mm. Oh, well, that, that bodes well. Yep. <laughs> Someone with druidic powers, and you would guess it's possibly connected to the rowan branches blocking the tomb. Ah, so they might have been the person who came along after the idiot who burrowed in and stole the armor and actually did something useful. Conceivably, yes. So, is the plan to stomp around the woods in the middle of the night, to wait until dawn and the woods, or head back down the track towards the castle? 
I, my 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 thought would be just get back to the castle because yeah. uh, the, the, this this druid seems to be on the, the the good side. Really, probably want to leave her alone. Cool. Yeah, do we right. head back to the castle? Don't we? Let's go. And did did anyone? Sorry, did anyone else see the woman, or was it just Bane? Uh, just being, I think. Okay. Given he was so I, I wouldn't have seen if if many women whilst at the castle the first time because I wasn't with Bunny, who went to see the wife. So I wouldn't know if it was the wife. You're pretty sure it wasn't, given just like, you know, this one was dressed in like, you know, drab clothing and it had glimpse for features, but it, it, she definitely didn't strike you as a lord's wife. Okay. More so, like, you know, feral woman of the woods. Yeah. Right. So you trips back, um, avoiding the suckiest parts of the mud, back down the burial trail, <laughs> through the town of Uthwick, which you arrive in like a bit after dawn. The town's waking up around you. Um, you know, smell of fresh baked, uh, special smell of fresh baked bread. <laughs> <laughs> Always good. Uh, and you arrive at the castle. Um, park your wagon in the conveniently located car park. And are you marching in the back gate or the front gate? I don't do back gates. There's, this is not. This is there's there's a there's a matter of self respect to be had here. Okay, yeah, we're in a hurry. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I understand. Fair enough. And this and this rare circumstance, I will come in the back gate with you. Okay, cool. In the back gate. And servant there immediately runs up, opens the door, hustles you guys into the little uh, back tower at the back, and says he'll, he'll fetch um, Lord Brismas right away. And indeed he does. Lord Brismas comes hurrying down, um, hastily pulling on his tunic and yawning. Oh, my, 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 my word, you, 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 swift work. I, you, I, I, you must only arrive at, at, at the tomb last night, night and you, you're back here already at first light. I, 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 I go getting type people. Then <laughs> so, he walks up and grabs the bottom of his shirt and looks up at him. <laughs> and she says, Did you steal the armor? What armor? <laughs> And you I can tell when people are lying. Down. This man is not lying. He's not lying. He's not lying. He is entirely, entirely truthful when he says he's not stolen the armor. He's going, what? Ah. Did, his, did his brother <laughs> steal the armor? Uh, are, you, are you asking him or are you asking the brother? The brother's not here. I, I, I'm just... <laughs> I'm, I'm just what about I, 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 any armor being stolen? Um... All right. So, having having checked with um, uh, Bane about him being honest, I'm just going to face him down and say, "Listen, somebody stole your great grandfather's armor. That's why you've got the problems. You need I... to figure out who stole the armor and why they would have done it and put it back." Okay. Um, did you did you solve the problem though? I mean, uh, certainly, I, 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 I'm eminently fine with with, with, with returning grave goods. As I said. We, we, we were not seeing grave goods, right? But um, Spanish was going to. <clears throat> Screamish was going to. I think you're fine. Scramish, Scramish wouldn't do that kind of thing. Honest <laughs> merchant. 
But uh, did, you, did you make the, the blue glow and the peasant revolt and the implications about my marriage go, go away? Well, it can't no. until the armor's returned. Oh, the armor is the solution. Oh, did, did you try doing the whole? <laughs> we were very heroic. Oh, good. But it didn't work. Oh, oh, we considered it, but on the basis that our options were get you to fix the problem or risk dying, we liked the idea of getting you to fix it. I wanted to fight. Bunny did want to fight. That's, yeah, that's fine. I, I mean, I, I, I'm new to the whole being a lord thing and giving querents to adventurers, but I, I, I thought the whole issue was that like, if you guys go and fight for me as opposed to me solving the problem myself. But it's an early experience for all concerned. Okay. Uh, but, uh, so sh 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 should I should I make him new armor? Should, uh, no, we need to find out who stole it. Who who might have wanted to steal it? Anybody got money problems that you know of? Well, uh, well um, my family was very very poor because of the constant wars. But the, the, the Hales were are, are quite wealthy and and, and now uh, handsome dowry. So now now. I, I have money, um, so I, 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 I'm doubly innocent. Not, not only do I not do it, but I, I don't have a motive to do it either. Can we talk to your wife? That she might, she might know something. Um, so certainly she, she, she's very clever. Um, but yeah, yes, yes. Um, um, stay, stay here. Um, out, out of sight, because again, peasant revolt. If I uh, actually, about peasant, I, 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 I'll go get her. Okay. <laughs> Um, he hurries out. Hargill is waiting outside. Closes the door after him. <sighs> Open the door. Leave you guys alone for a minute. What do we think? I, my, my, my suspicion is the brother. Yeah, yeah. That mine as well. But then what were they arguing about? He didn't know about the armor. That's a good question. He didn't know about the armor. That doesn't mean he didn't know that his brother had gone into the barrow. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. So it could have been that he knew that. Can yeah. I have a wisdom check, please? Ten. Six. Twelve. Four. And Jeff? Four. <laughs> Once it, this apparently it's is so weird. clever. This is <laughs> significant plot things happen that you're unaware of. So <laughs> that you're unaware of somewhere nearby. Um, and after a few minutes, um Lady Hale, Margot Hale, or actually Lady Quent to the point because she's married, Lady Hale Quent comes down. Uh Unlike her slightly flustered husband, who was Chinook, she is elegantly dressed even at this hour of the morning. Um, I understand you wish to see me to uh, discuss your um, querend. <laughs> well, someone stole the armor from your husband's great great grandfather, and, and now he really wants it back, or he's going to kill a lot of people to get it him to stop whatever he's doing at that barrow. But do you know anything about the armor? Did you nick it? Did your no. friends? Did your family nick it? Mm. 
No, no. Um, as, I, I, when I urged my husband to hire adventurers, I thought that you would kill things for him. Not well, here and I, I ask awkward questions. Mm. All points is was to resolve this quietly. But I no, can understand. I, armor, why I, you think? I, hmm? I can understand why you think that. But he's really, <laughs> really angry and really powerful. And uh, and we don't want to die. To be fair, coming back to speak to you is quieter than blowing up the barrow. So, that is a good point. Yes. Uh, uh, on that topic, um, I understand. Hardle, be a dear uh, and get my husband uh, a drink, please. Hardle manhandles the baron <laughs> up the stairs. Um, I understand you're transporting some goods to my family. Perhaps it would be best to return to the barrow and um, use one of them. I believe number four would uh, uh, deal with this problem if, if, if the only solution is, um, is violence. Okay. Okay. But does it need to be violence? Because it occurs to us that if we just figure out who's got the armor, what, what? How well do you know your brother-in-law? We have had differences. Is it possible he stole the armor? You'd have to ask him. I certainly would not rule it out. He he has been um, rude. Okay. Can we see him? I'm sure. Uh, I, 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 I am not a servant to go and fetch him, but I'll, I'll fetch. I'll find a servant who will be a servant to go and fetch him. <laughs> um, one moment. She steps out as well. Can I have another wisdom check there, please? Nineteen. Uh, Thirteen. This time one. we're paying attention. <laughs> Except for you Jay. say one. Yay. One. What the two elves with your keen elvish hearing? Um, you can hear like you know, muffled arguments off in the castle, um, Hargill stomping up and down, the town waking up in the, in the, like, in the early morning, castle doing stuff, servants doing certain things somewhere in the distance. Oh, come on. Oh, the raven dry. Oh, right. We could we could really like go, we, could, we could do <laughs> with her. Um, yeah, it might be worth that. So um after a few minutes, um you hear a muffled argument outside, and then Hargle throws casts the door open and muscles the Baron's brother Asphod inside. How dare you bring me down here? You, my brother's hired ruffians. How dare you question me? I'm the no. What do you want? We know you stole the armor. Where is it? And can we have it back? What armor? He lies. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You're a very bad line. Where's the armor? Bunny unslings her axe. Just lets it sort of tink, tink, tink on the flagstones. Now, now, says Argyle, we can't have you killing the Baron's brother like this. 
Consulting with my co GMs. <laughs> I feel like we should take the son back, or the brother back, and just shove him in the, in the crypt barrow and say, There you go. Family issue, you sort it out. Don't be involved. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Just drag him down there and go, Here you go. <laughs> now it's your problem. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, okay, five. So you guys were menacing the poor brother. Mm -hmm. That's odd. So, because uh, he is actually a remarkably good fighter compared to um, his older brother, Brismas, as you may have gathered, he's better for everything. Um, yeah, roll for the whole initiative thing. Fifteen. So, fifteen for... Thirteen for Benny. Twenty thirteen. 
23. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and for Scramish is 23 as well. You got a hard yeah. I can roll for initiative, I just can't roll for anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you roll first and then it just goes downhill <laughs> from there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Asphard gets 12 plus, he gets a 20, which is respectable, but not enough for. <laughs> but, um, given he's in the room and ridiculously tough, Hardly gets a 22. And plot related elements happening outside get a 16. Just to watch you get Just to watch you get a raise with my newspaper. Uh, 15. 15. Excellent. Cool. So you're one behind plot related elements. Right. <laughs> oh. Um, you're, you're first. Asphod basically uh, lunges to the side as you try to restrain him and uh, whips out his sword. What are you doing? Oh, why did he have to escalate it with his sword? Um, in that case, I, I will have to whip out my dagger well, yeah. and try to cut his legs <laughs> so that I can reach. Okay, give me a roll. Uh, 14. Okay, uh, basically he leaps over your blade, being agile. You cut him, but he's not especially down. I'm rolling my Elven Grace. Yep, roll the And I've got a two. Cool, not enough, because the escape die has reset back down to zero. Brilliant. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to use a... Uh, we're we're in a small room, aren't we? You guys are in. It, it, it's a. It, it is a relatively small, like bottom floor of a tower room. So yeah, it's it's like medieval cramped. Okay, so I'm gonna um, move as far away from from him as possible. Cool. And uh, and do a ranged attack and try and kind of take out one of his legs or something. Cool. So. I got, uh, oh blimey, I got a 24. That is so completely a hit. And I will roll for damage. Got 10. I got 14. Okay, yeah, that is definitely an arrow to the knee. Excellent. That was what I was going for. Right. Uh, next is Hargle. Where have I put Ah, here he is. Uh, he will take a swig with his big slamming mace. Hargo has a giant attack, a good chance of getting another bonus attack, and his attack, he's got a really high attack thing because there was a good chance you could all end up fighting him, and he still misses completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, next is Asphod. Asphod. Haha. He has his, his own swash version of Swashbuckler, which. With him, and because you're all from close to him, um, it would go hit everyone. So, on um, GR, it hits. Um, on 
Um, Justin, what's your mental defense? Uh, 15. It hits. Oh, no. It misses Anna, even with her low mental defense. <laughs> um, Steve. Too stupid to be effective. <laughs> and Hargo, it hits. So those it hits take five damage. Um, and you're vulnerable to his attacks. It means so you've been of crushing you. Basically, he leaps back, brandishes his sword, shouts, No surrender! Death to the hails! Um, the dead shall rise and destroy you all! Um, ah. Well, and bringing so, in Bonnie can figure out what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> He's not <laughs> um, Okay, things happen outside involving uh, ravens and crows and eggs and dramatic stuff. And it, it's really high budget and really impressive, but it's out the window and none of you can see it. But the next round. <laughs> CGI cost a fortune to do. We haven't even used it. What's <laughs> um, uh, what are you doing? Okay, I'm going to drop back from yep. the fight. I have, uh, so I have my ritual magic whereby I can make up a ritual effect and expend one of my spells to fuel it. Yep. And I, I can complete a ritual in 1d3 plus one round instead of several minutes. So awesome. I'm going to drop back and I'm going to do a ritual to cast an effect on, uh, what's his name, the, the brother. That's what? Uh, to, make him, to make him pliant and uh, sedate and follow my commands. Awesome. Uh, which of your spells are you going to sacrifice for this ritual? Uh, blur. Okay, cool. You're basically going to blur his mind and make you... Cool. Yeah, that works. Um, right, roll a d3 then. Right. <laughs> Next question is, do I have a d3? No. Can somebody roll a d3 for me, please? I don't oh, have a d3. d6. Ah, oh, of course. Yes, stupid. So I rolled five. Two and a half. Uh, so basically, it'd be uh, probably three, so be four rounds, unfortunately. Okay. That's so annoying. it's true, but you, you, you can't like you know, stop beating him to death at, at an opportune moment, and like you know, let the spell That's work. That's what I was hoping. But um, speaking of beating to death, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to rage. Okie dokie. Mm -hmm. Right. So uh, you rage. Uh, and then I am going to take a swing at Hargle. Okay. He is, he is like the bad guy, right? Um, he is currently... That would be really unfortunate. <laughs> probably do it anyway, but if someone could point her towards the actual enemy, that's great. It's up to you. Hargle is a deeply unpleasant person. Uh, he is currently like you know, also fighting the same guy you're fighting, but... Uh... <laughs> Okay, in that case, I will attack Ashford. Karmically, it is entirely justified. She's <laughs> <laughs> so angry, she's a little bit confused. But, okay. uh, so, like, Bane just yells, Wrong guy! And she, like, switches <laughs> back to Ashford. Um, so it's 
When you're raging, you roll two dice and take the best one, doesn't it? Two d20s and roll the best. Yeah. Uh, 15. Total? Plus strength? Yep. Oh, yeah. You, you, you can get them with that roll. 21. Yep, that's a hit. Roll damage. Uh, roll damage. Uh, 2d10 plus 4. Fucking hell. 6. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, he prances away from you. You've hit him, but he's not down yet. Uh, so we're on to round two. So let's go to plus one. Um, Mr. Legitimate Businessman, what are you doing? You're going to hit him. This okay. is, is, is fallback position of anything is hit something. Now, I'm at Bunny's level of not quite as angry. Really? Certainly height wise. Uh, 14. Uh, that's a miss, unfortunately. So, two damage him. Right. Um, next is Steve. So, Elvin Grace, what do I have to roll? Uh, what you a one on a d6 to get your bonus action? One on a d6. Uh, okay, not even close. I've got a five. Okay. So, I will use uh, Lethal Hunter. Cool. And uh, on, on the brother, not the other guy. Yeah. Is this uh, your death rain? My death rain. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> TM. Death rain. <laughs> I, 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 I got a 23. That's a hit. And nice. I did eight. I did 12 points of damage. That is precisely enough to knock him down to zero. A precise That's attack. Right. That's what Worked. you get. Um, right. Rain. Excellent. Um, Next is um, Hargle, in fact. Now, there are a couple of issues here. <laughs> one is oh, he's yeah. a prick. That is issue number one. Issue <laughs> two, he's got the ability specifically for called Cruel Beatdown. So, Hargle, is he? So, Steve, draw back to go, fire. Perfect shot. How are you taking him down? You're, this is going to like knock him out or paralyze, or paralyze him or basically stun him in some fashion. How do you do that? Uh, I think knock him out. Yeah, I, I'm, I think he, he, he hits him kind of here and he falls back and smacks his head on the floor yeah. and he, he's out cold. Yeah, exactly. Cool, basically fire, fire or shoots past him and he back, thump yeah. down. Perfectly easy planned. Hargo comes over. Big mate. Right, accident time. <laughs> <laughs> um, those who haven't acted yet, just doing a spell. So, Anna, do you want you 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 were like half attacking uh, Hargill anyway? <laughs> do you want to go to fight with a really really big tough guy? Is so Hargill is now killing Ashford. Harvard's going to kill Asphod and either blame one of you guys or make it look like an accident and like remove any threat to the Hale family from this dissident, troublemaking brother. Um. Okay, so so Bernie's a little bit confused by all this. She, okay. she doesn't quite know who are her friends and who are her enemies. She is very angry and she does very much want to hurt somebody. Um, okay. So I think she's 
she's kind of torn between wanting him to just do it because he's clearly the bad guy. Um, and she doesn't really want to stop him. So she's going to kind of look at Arian and go... <laughs> but as she's doing it, she's kind of charging. Right. She's like, huh, am, I, am I hitting him or what sort of thing? Do you want to basically interpose yourself between Hargo and um, the unconscious asphalt and take the hit yourself? Oh, or... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't speak while I'm she doing the ritual, can I? She's going to slide in on her knees, axe up, and she's going to deflect the blow. Okay, give me a roll there. Hopefully. Uh, 14. Yeah, that is uh, a total, or this is just a rule. Uh, that's total. Okay. Um, yeah. Basically, uh, yeah, given, given we're finishing up fairly soon, yeah, you slide in, deflect the blow. Uh, you hargle's eye bulge with fury and get get between him and the uh, guy who's going to beat down. Um, then there is. From the window, I look up and you see the woman from the forest there, and she's holding one of the eggs, which is stolen from your wagon. Uh oh! Stop! She cries. Let, let me let me take him and spray you all. Otherwise, we all die. All uh, right. Then. Okay. Yeah. So Bunny's kind of still like this. What? What am, what am I doing? <laughs> I, I, I'm still mid-ritual. You are you're, you're going to finish up in a second. So if you if you, if you stall, your ritual will become available to like you know, zap someone's mind. So what do you, what are the rest of you guys doing while um, the wizard? Uh, okay, so Benny's just going to wrestle Hargle backwards. You wrestle Hargle backwards. Yeah. So so this lady's got an egg and she's threatened to throw it all if we don't stop. Exactly. Uh, uh, so, and then, so and knocking it out of the hands is out of the question. So, so I think I'll, I'm going to pull away the unconscious dick on the floor what? so that <laughs> big guy can't smash his face in with a mace. Okay. Um, I think that would be the sensible thing. And skirmish reading. I will go. For, will go for a swashbuckle. Awesome. And and I will. As Bunny suggests, go for a kick in the face, but I'm going to do it by leaping off of the back of Bane, who's pulling the person on the floor. I'm going to take two Just steps. Leaping his back, so well jump last on. time. <laughs> and kick <laughs> big one in the head. You can, you can the, stop you the one. Yeah. Why am I always involved in your leaping? <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Give me a roll and do not roll a one. <laughs> Uh, that would be 17. Oh, okay. cool. <laughs> so, things that, ha things that happen in this final tactic scene. Bunny, let's go back. Bane pulls Asphod clear. You disarm the eggs, so you don't immediately be exploded. And your ritual goes off. Who are you targeting at? Mind you, a temporarily blur. You chose three targets. Well, the basis that Asphod's unconscious, he's pretty useless to me. He's pretty blurred already, yes. 
this newly arrived druid seems to actually know what the hell's going on, so I'm going to go for her. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, yeah, basically, uh, Scrabbish grabs the egg out of her hands. You zap her brain. She's uh, you can easily disarm her. Um, right. And um, Hargo takes a, a deep breath. <laughs> Look at this smashed mace thanks to your axe. Growls. And then Lady Margot Hale um, rushes in. Um, <clears throat> the calm situation down. Congratulate you all that you, you done sterling work <laughs> for the Hale panel. Of course, satisfaction uh, guaranteed from Scrammish and yeah. Co. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, you, you, far more, not, not only have you dealt with the issue of the um, troublesome ghost in the barrow, or soon, soon will, because they will search. Um, Asphalt's rooms and find the armory still. We've also captured the ringleader of the druids in the forest, who Asphalt is allied with. And now there'll be no need for them to, like, you know, carpet bomb the forest with eggs of mass destruction. You feel that we missed a lot in this. Really? <laughs> wow, there was a whole plot we did not know about. Yeah, yeah. Well done. You, you, the, 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 the ringleader is the open. So, um, the armor is returned to Quent, or to Uther Quent, and Lady Hale is more than happy to recommend all being given permanent employ with her family of moderately evil overlords and carpet bombers. Come and work for the despots who tried to murder you. Exactly. <laughs> hey. Thank you. I got a saint's finger out of the deal. I'm happy. It's cool. <laughs> what? So Does Bunny get her song? Now that Sir Uther is no longer a, a, a threat to the stability of the realm, yes, the song would be how Bunny and her companions heroically feature the evil druids who are really, really <laughs> and evil <laughs> and not just trying to defend their homeland. <laughs> <laughs> are we the baddies? Are we the it's not sounding like we're all that heroic. I've got to be honest with you. Sounds like we let the bad guys win. Yeah, well, thank you. But the, the important thing is the bards write the songs afterwards. <laughs> it depends on how you tell the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be fair, the Hales are the ones who are going for peace and trade and end the wars. And, you know, commercial redevelopment of the forest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We are eco destroyers. Cracking. Progress. I'm a wood elf. <laughs> I feel like really conflicted right now. Oh, I feel like I'm okay with my name being left out of that song at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to scratch you. Just so you're aware. I think I think we'll just slink away. <laughs> the bizarre thing we all write books full of political intrigue and double dealing and twists, and we just ignore all of them. <laughs> Hit things until they fall down. Yeah. It's the future of books. It really is in yeah, stories. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Absolutely. Okay. Oh. Uh, hope everyone enjoyed that. <laughs> great. Yes, Thank that you, was great. Yes. Well Thank done. You, Thank you very much. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and thanks as well to the audience 
lurking on. If there is one. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not just us. <laughs> There's definitely been a few people who have been here for at least most of it. Yeah. So thanks, I'm very guys. sorry. I hope this is mildly entertaining for you, and I hope that you were at least a little bit drunk because it was probably more entertaining if you were. <laughs> but just think they can watch it again and again now on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I do I do expect Gareth to write that song for me though. I, I want to know how, how Bunny Smallbottom defeated the evil. Whoever it was, she doesn't even know. She doesn't. She doesn't particularly care. But you know. Oh, well, well, insert name here. Uh, Gareth is writing some tabletop role-playing books at the moment for a system that I play. So I'm sure you must be able to fit Bunny in there somewhere or a song. Yes. See, I, actually, no. I, I, I won't be able to fit Bunny into the One Ring stuff I'm writing because I'm pretty sure Bunny doesn't appear in Falcon. <laughs> well, I'm also should. working on a game campaign at this point, so I will put Pony in there. Pony <laughs> Small Bottom lives forever. Pony deserves to live, I think. That's 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 fair. Yeah, yeah. the evil overlord is alive. Sorry, we're uh, we've had a lot going on today. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, how'd, uh, how'd everything go? I got to catch a little bit of it whilst folding clothes. So uh, there was a lot going on, and we missed most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I heard we die earlier, so <laughs> at what cost? <laughs> I, I think Gareth might have been um, winging quite a lot of that second half. <laughs> I'm, I'm not entirely sure he expected us to be like, "No, fuck it, let's go back to the castle." <laughs> <laughs> My notes were basically here is the initial quest and then some stuff. So what were, I, I was <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, well, thank you all so much, and I uh, thank everybody that tuned in. Uh, of course, this concludes TBR Con 2021, uh, but uh, we're gonna uh, oh, we're gonna see. <laughs> We're gonna see if, uh, if if we can expand it next year. Uh, we'll see if we can get a couple more sessions of D and D going. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I know we had some other authors that were trying to get a second game going, but we just didn't really have a whole lot of time to do it. So, um, but just uh, thank y'all so much for for playing the game that y'all enjoy and drinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's something y'all. It was a real hardship, man. Just <laughs> drinking whiskey and playing D and D was just... <laughs> <laughs> tough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank.